Hey everybody, what's going on? It's episode number 46 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is my favorite coffee, and if you try it, it'll probably be your favorite coffee. I'm so confident in this fact because the coffee is roasted per order. I mean, it's like upon request, you tell them, hey, I want a pound of coffee, guess what they do? They go roast a pound of coffee for you. It's it's that fresh. They're not bulk roasting anything and then just hoping they sell it and it's not sitting in a closet somewhere just waiting for somebody to be like, I want a pound, you know. They're doing it to order, uh, to your specifications as well. I like my coffee roasted a little darker. Um, he, uh, he being Andrew at Couchtown Coffee, uh, has helped me out quite a bit and uh, we've, we've done Guatemala, we've done Colombia, and we've done Honduras. Those are the three we've done. They're all amazing. I'm very glad that I've uh, that he's offered uh, to have me try these. I guess uh, I'm always just kind of open to his suggestions as far as what he suggests because he's the expert here. I like coffee, but he definitely knows more than anything I do. So I just wanted to say huge hats off to Couchtown Coffee. You want to go check out what they got? Go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. And uh, everything is right there as far as what coffees they have, how to order it. And uh, you know what? If you want to make an order at couchtowncoffee.com, because you're my listener and you didn't fast forward through this ad, I will get you 20% off. It's not me actually getting you this 20% off. It's Couchtown Coffee because they are that awesome. And they're going to, you know, they're giving you a big thumbs up for supporting local music. So let's support some local coffee. This week's special code is Piggy. Why is the special code piggy? Well, actually, let's talk about this one more time. Enter that special code piggy, 20% off on your order. You can't beat that. That's amazing. 20% off, code word piggy. And why is the code word piggy? Well, uh, that's actually what our little logo is. Like, if you look at the Audible Farm podcast, literally anywhere, that pig has kind of become synonymous with everything uh, Audible Farm, whether or not he's playing that guitar or whatever he's doing, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's transformed over the, the last year or two. And I, I owe every drop of the inspiration for that pig. Uh, all of the graphics that are done for Audible Farm are done by a graphic designer named Brent Licata. And Brent is amazing. You know, I, I just give him these ideas. I'm like, Hey, can you give me something kind of like this? Maybe a little bit more like that. And, uh, he gives me something back and I'm like, you know, that's great. Uh, tweak this, add this, whatever. And, uh, over the year or two that we've that I've been doing Audible Farm stuff in in some capacity, he has helped me uh, make logos and 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 tweak them so that way I can I can put them online and and use the the logos as promotional things for uh you know you never know maybe I'll make T-shirts or something, but uh you know it's just something like that. So I've got these logos and things that uh, help make all my sites look very professional and I, everything to Brent Licata because he's been the guy you know behind the computer desk knowing everything to do. And it's not that I can't do this, but he does such an amazing job. He's uh, We talk about his process quite a bit in this podcast. He, he His work can be seen in almost, uh, it's, it's crazy, it's nationwide, it's, it's wild. We talk about that in the upcoming podcast. Uh, he just puts so much love and care and characteristics into every single thing that he designs, and it definitely shows. Um, I mean, we go over all that in the podcast as far as like, Leaving flaws in in images, uh, or I'm going to use I'm using flaws in quotes because uh, it just adds to the unique characteristics. If things are not just uh, 100% mapped out, symmetry, blah blah, this that and the other. I, I definitely enjoy 
um, some of the little tiny things that you can you can barely see them, but you have to like really really look for them. But they're there, and it's it's probably the best part about Brent's art is it's so unique. It cannot be replicated unless you literally just scan it in or save it or copy the file. So that's that's pretty wild. I, I, I like his technique. I like the way he does things. He informed me on a lot of stuff that he has done work for that I didn't even know he's done work for. So uh, let's get into the podcast here. It's episode number 47 with Brent Licata. He's the guy that does the graphic design work for everything Audible Farm. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Uh, sitting down with Brent Licata, and uh, you are actually the guy who does most of our graphic design work here at Audible Farm. Um, you and I actually went to school together, and then one of the first time I went to college, <laughs> we went to college together for a while. Uh, and you stuck with it, and you're actually a graphic designer, so it's a pretty cool thing. What uh, what do you do? Oh, 36 after the hour, 93 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Just like radio. Testing, one, two. Okay. Hey, you know, it's been, I mean, first of all, it's nice to be on here finally. It's been a long time and we've talked about it for, I mean, before you started, how it's something awesome you should do. And it's like, yeah, it's crazy how far you've come with this. And Thanks, man. How awesome. And, and just now, especially the diversity, I mean, now myself included, the real diverse as far as your normal demographic listeners and especially like seeing all these business cards from the thing this weekend, it's like sweet to see everything you're going to be doing and that kind of stuff from now on. I mean, it's, it's cool. And, and even like one of my personal favorites, the pizza review guy, shout out. Yeah. Pizza King. <laughs> Dude, that one was uh, surprisingly a big favorite for a lot of people. The, the pizza King episode was, was super fun. And I, it's, it's, you know, it was crazy. I mean, it's, it's cool to hear his whole deal, but it's especially somebody like that where it's like not the normal. Somebody I followed before that, and then just like, oh, it's nice to hear he's a dude, and he's a you know he's a real dude on there. But it's like he's a cool dude. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, yeah, we're talking uh, episode twenty nine, Kyle Peterson. That was uh, he's the pizza guy, uh, oh. the Iowa pizza king. As a matter of fact, uh, it's good to be the king. <laughs> I gotta say that every time. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been branching out a little bit, not just talking to musicians, and uh, you, I gotta kind of give you know give everybody the credit where the credit's due and you've been behind the scenes uh i do like literally almost everything at audible farm except for uh the website which is weird because that was like what that was pretty much my bailiwick that's my domain that's what i went to school for originally i was pretty good at Websites it are tough though especially yeah. keeping up with it now upkeep was was my problem so uh i let iowa podcast network do that but i also like it's not like I can't do graphic design, but for you, it's uh, way easier than you, it is you for You had me. the ideas. Is the, you know, that's the main part, especially, is most of the time, and it's weird to say, because, like, I'll get a vision right away, and if I don't, it'll be, like, you know, kind of, not necessarily, like, writer's block or whatever you call it, but it'll be, like, I won't care about it as much, I guess. You know what I mean? But yeah. most of the time, I'll be, like, boom, like, in my head, I'll be, like, yep, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what I'm going to do. You know, and that's what I make. You know, yeah. so it's, like... Sometimes, I mean, I'm sure music transfers the same way where it's like sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you think about it ahead of time and sometimes it's just like comes natural. Sometimes you're just like whatever, but especially when you have an idea. And most of the time, I'll say it goes back and forth both ways where sometimes people can have too much 
wrong input, but most of the time it's good, especially on your end where it's like people have good input and be like, Hey, this is what I'm envisioning. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh yeah, totally. You know, that's totally, I'm same page, Yeah, you know, same book, same page. Like, but sometimes people go the opposite way and it's like stuff you wouldn't want to do. And you're just like, mm, I disagree. You know, I wouldn't want, I suggest, I, yeah. you know, but yeah, totally. That's where like artist integrity is like, kicked in the nuts immediately no matter what it's just like that's what you have to do and even some stuff i mean i'm sure you've had to play shows where it's like you can't play this can't play that you have to do this you know especially yep. with stuff you're trying to get on the radio and it's like okay yep. hard you yeah. know it's like it's that's tough. hard to do because you can't uh, say exactly what you want to say all the time yeah, you know i don't want it beeped and i don't want to be like you know especially do your artistic integrity that way we're like to make it and adapt it to the masses like that's not what it's for yeah <laughs> like, yeah especially like, like, well especially what i made it for yeah coming off the heels of the the uh, Two Broke episode that I did, uh, episode number 42, I Shut believe up. it was. Uh, yeah, it'd be episode number 42. Uh, that was a crazy good episode, and it got me really thinking about these artists. Like, uh, they they have their own creative integrity where they can create and do whatever they want um, to, to an extent, but then they also take commissions, and, and that's oh, where it's yeah. just like, it might get a little tough. You know, you might have somebody that's a little too picky, but you might have people that, like you said, might try and broad stroke it too much. They just be like, I don't know, just uh, just paint me a picture of, of, you know, Bob Dylan or whatever. And yeah. it's just like, uh, like doing what? And they're like, I don't know. Whatever. You well, know, like, well, and then you, and get, then you find it'll be like, oh, I told you I wanted him like on a skateboard. Like, no, yeah, you didn't you just said whatever, you, yeah. you know, like whatever, whatever. Like, I, no, I, I didn't. I wanted the insert from the European import <laughs> vinyl and you didn't and, you know, or something. I get it, but like you and I have talked about art too, where it's just like, since you're a graphic designer, it's just like, hey, can you throw me together like in two, three minutes what it would, you know, easily look like if we were going to do something with, like I say, like a three finger Betty logo. And when we try and broad stroke it too much, that's where you come to that writer's block thing where it's like, I don't really know exactly what yep. you want from me. It's tough that way, you know, especially depending on the application, but where it's tough, there's such a disconnect sometimes, like I said, and like, sometimes especially doing it over the years and I've really adapted to, I mean, almost kind of vibing people feeling like, you know, random, whatever job. It's just like, you kind of can feel people out and be like, okay, this is kind of how I feel. And you know, nine times out of 10, it's, it's in the ballpark of what they, you know, like right away. And usually, I mean, there's, you know, especially you kind of get over the years and it's like, you don't, there's not very many variations where they make you edit and change a lot of stuff. Cause you usually get it right in there for the most part, but there is a few people where, you know, it's, I mean, you don't, it's a lot of averages, but it's still one of them things where it's like, after a while you can kind of know and adapt. And sometimes now I can tell off the bat when it's going to be a bad time, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. if they, you know, I could kind of tell some people are going to pizza and they need a French fry. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. And like, you're yeah. going to have a bad time and it's like, it's going to go bad. I can, I, I don't know. I, and I, that's something I've adapted over the long time, even previous to now, especially where it's like, you know, you can kind of tell, but my stuff's totally different. I respect, especially the people at the two broke. Cause that's like real art stuff. You know what I mean? That's like real art, and especially like you say, commissions, it's tough. And something I've always said, is like, people don't even think about, you know, say the old Michelangelo's and all the other days is those dudes were broke, didn't have nothing, didn't have jobs, but there was people that funded them to do art. And if they never funded them to do art, we wouldn't have any yeah. art. Yeah, exactly. You know, we wouldn't have any Sistine chapels that took, you know, 10 or whatever, how many years it took them to make or whatever. I don't know. It's like yeah. 10 or 100. It's yeah. a lot. If yeah. I check, don't, yeah. don't Mike, check me on that. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> you, can tweet, you can tweet yeah. Brent the answer. At. Write us at. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I mean, if, if people wouldn't have, you know, like, especially Michelangelo was just some, you know, like 
Roman monk dude, Catholic guy, whatever. Don't quote me on that. I'm saying them all for fun, you know. It's yep. Like, yep. <laughs> but it's like if we wouldn't have funded them, it's like we wouldn't have art. Yeah, exactly. And that's where like any of this stuff, and it's even tough, tough on my end still. Where it's it's in you know what they what, what they do is I consider real art. The two bro, yeah, everybody at that thing was you know yeah awesome crazy unique stuff real you know hands-on art and that's the hardest stuff to get paid for no matter what front end back end because if there's people paying you on the front end to do it or on the back end when they want it it's still they're going to beat you up because it's art and people do the same thing with music as you know since you have talent since you know know a song they're going to be like okay sing me a song like well come to my show yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, yeah. I need people in the seats, so that's what gets me two dollars a cut. You know, so I mean, I'm struggling to get you know my cut anyway, so it's tough. Any art's tough, man. Anytime, anytime you have a talent, and then anytime people want to rob your talent all the time, you know, they just want to hear your song all the time. Play me something, you know. It's like, yep. I mean, yeah, I, I do get the my hey, show. I do get the hey, bring your guitar here. You yeah, know, oh and yeah, stuff like, like that, yeah, like, all the time. Having a bonfire, like bring your guitar out. You know, like, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I could. It's but, like, yeah, that's fun, but. And I'm, I don't know. The thing about guitar, though, too, is like when I was younger playing and I would play in public, people would be like, you're just showing off. Yeah. Oh, you know, gosh. so then that extrapolates yeah. to it as an adult. It's like you don't want to be that hacky guy that's oh, yeah. like playing <laughs> Oasis at a, at a bonfire. <laughs> you're just playing piano, man. Oh, yeah. It's just, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't ever want to be the bitter guy either. It's just like, you know comedian tell me a joke like and then get you f off man you yeah, know no, just like, yeah no kidding yeah <laughs> i don't want to be like draw me a picture like you know be real bitter about it but it does get to that sometimes i'm especially some people you know i mean they milk your talent and they want you to do it for free and fun and you know it's well, like you, i got bills that's yeah, the hard part I'm about sh- any type of art is like i got more bills than you do probably and i travel more and i you know spend more ahead of time and i buy stuff ahead of you know it's like yeah exactly you know especially, no one, especially people with physical art they got to oh go gosh. out and stock up on all these supplies oh, yeah. and stuff and have it on demand Man. Well, and it takes toll on you. I mean, shows take forever, you know, like long late nights driving back and forth, like lugging equipment, like it's stuck, you know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's the thing that's starting to drag on me is lugging equipment. It's, um, it's not like I don't want to do it and it's not like I won't do it. Well, I mean, looking all around at this professional plethora of equipment here, yeah. that's like, I mean, lining an entire basement. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's like one amp, two amp, three amps, you know. Oh, uh, amp's not really the term. They're like stacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, that's the thing, though. Is like Previous of the larger equipment you've had in, there's, in the there's past. A, there's a reason that all this stuff is here. It's because I don't want, I used to have uh, a cabinet and a head at every practice pad. And I used to be in, oh, I'm still in two bands, but we used to be located in two places. So I'd try and like oh. leave something somewhere. So that way I wouldn't have to drag it across the state every now and then. I still really, I mean, you should always be a van guy, van band. And, I mean, you never. You need to really. I want to be a van man so bad. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, the Gene Walker episode. He talked about hanging out in a van for a while, um, doing the tour thing. But yeah, I mean, like right now, it's the only reason it looks like there's so much stuff here is is because I uh, just brought it all here for this occasion. It, it's all eventually going to go back to the locations they need to go to. And oh, don't and, be modest. It looks cool. Yeah, it does look pretty powerful. But when then it's you get stuff here. out too. Like have stuff out you want to roll your eggs in a basket like yeah. everything together yeah it's kind of tough um it's it's crazy you were talking about these two broke people being like the real artists and i but i remember you doing drawings uh back in the day when we were growing up i want to say like when we were growing up but you know like junior high high school you'd be like drawing uh like race cars and things like that i forgot this was about me until you <laughs> like, <laughs> and we've been talking for hours before this so i really yeah. like i kind of forgot this was 
yeah, my you, turn. You and so I have uh, awkward about you and this. I have long epic conversations about oh, things, yeah. and uh, ne- neither one of them are really about anything we're doing. So, oh, it's, and it's it will, and that's where I mean, therein lies the beauty. And I feel like, and I mean, if I even said it before, even when we used to talk before, basically a conversation podcast. Like, well, that would have been a funny episode that I would have definitely downloaded and listened to because it was like a thousand topics and a thousand different tangents. And, yep, you know, just quality conversation in general, especially. I mean, some of the stuff we can't have references for now because you know, Uh-oh. yeah, twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah, it's tw- yeah definitely twenty nineteen, and you know, we can't really talk about sitcoms and what have you too well unless we butcher them because I mean, we will anyways because yeah. memory, so yeah, we exactly. can't get sued either way unless unless it's, unless it's <laughs> Because I can tell you, I, that's I can tell you my every, everything about every episode that happened. Larry David, please. Yes. Oh, love it. <laughs> please don't. Don't write us. <laughs> but yeah, where it's like, I mean, we've had so many things that way where it's like, I mean, especially comfortable conversations where it's even this. I mean, I've been dreading doing this since before you started recording and trying to get me on this, you know, yeah. which has been now over a year at least, right? Yeah, we're getting close to a year. Right. Yeah. Uh, almost, I think, 52 episodes. I mean, 52 weeks in a year. And it's something we had talked about for so long before that we're like man we should have just really recorded this while we're just you know talking organically anyways yeah, where it's exactly. like have such you know quality condos that way where it's like man well it does feel a little different though like um i wonder how people i haven't had anybody do a portable and then do one in the studio to see what it, see if they have like a preference yep. or something but i do feel like you know once you sit in the studio yeah, and you put oh, yeah. the cans on and you got the microphone in front of it's, you and it's, it's real because i was worried about that too just having a car convo you know even if we met in the middle or something you know someday where it's like you know drove and met in the middle and uh-huh. just sat in the car and just like I, I feel like I mean the car would be more organic than trying to do anything else but I mean this is professional although I will say that we definitely need to sticker this table yeah still. Like, <laughs> yeah I I would love to just douse this table in the basement with stickers it would be pretty fun and um, then I, but I, I still feel like even this it's a but it's funny to say it's hard to lug I mean even this equipment wouldn't be that hard to lug around as opposed to the equipment that's behind you that you've uh, lugged yeah. around for years that's the guitar <laughs> you know that's what I mean? the other thing is I, I brought every like every drop of podcast equipment i had with me because i didn't know how i was going to do it oh, at did you this for the arts festival yeah. i put it all in two bags and like i'm talking like two carry-on uh airplane bags like they weren't big ones it was it's like how did yeah, i like I, rollers yeah shoot yeah how did i fit all this stuff into just like that's crazy. Two easy bags. Yeah, I guess I didn't think, are we dating this? Because it is uh, June 30th, 649. Uh, it's, uh, it's a sweltering. We've got a heat wave going around yeah. in Iowa this weekend. Cur- and it's like 100 degrees right now. <laughs> like, yeah, we ducked outside and my car said it was 100. And it's like, all right, let's go back inside. Uh, it is just terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. And this is, uh, we're recording this like fresh off the heels of me going to Two Broke for the Arts Festival Fest. And uh, we did have, an, you know, that's another thing we were talking about. Like, we talked for like an hour and a half, two hours oh, yeah. before this. Oh, yeah. And that's why I, would, I didn't even think about trying to remember topics, but yeah, still, yeah, I mean, it's one we, of the things. We already went through uh, all the Two Broke for the Arts Festival Fest stuff that happened. And, and, it's kind of funny you say you're like oh i forgot this was this was about me or whatever because that's pretty much how all of our conversations go oh, yeah it's just um i mean we had the couch town coffee why talk. they're supposed to all be about me or? uh <laughs> <laughs> we've we, we've had uh the maybe changing the logo talk etc oh, yeah. and stuff like that and that's another thing that i think is pretty cool because i was out just to the pig yeah dude the pig the pig gets so many props. shout out to the flatlanders back home because they uh they do love the pig out uh well, not home. This is home, but back uh, Sanborn area. They, yeah, they they've adapted the pig with everything. I should bring the pig out more. It's your pig over transfer to them. They have 
big nipple tattoos. It's really ugly. <laughs> Dude, I love the pig. It stands out uh, just enough, and everybody knows to look for the pig online. And it's it's like the perfect logo. Well, and we and you know when you had the idea that for the pig, it's like one of them things where it's like once you get an icon like that, then people associate with you, and then it's like just like we talked about earlier, just changing it to AFP. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out, change it to AFP. People follow it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hashtag AFP. Yeah, hashtag. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to go with the pig, the, the icon, especially something like that. People associate a lot of icons and funny stuff, you know, where it's like. Yeah. Well, as you, uh, you got a water bottle here that's just doused with stickers. Oh, and yeah. I mean, I see, I see Chris Farley. Everything is better covered completely. Yeah. With stickers. Uh, there's uh, the Stig. There's Macho oh, yeah. Man. Uh, there's Dave Chappelle. Bubbles. Uh, Randy Moss. Uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Definitely. Oh, uh, ooh, Dave mean, Chappelle, the yep. uh, the Prince, the Prince ones. Yeah. Ooh, are we, yeah we, do, can we say these? Yeah, I think we can <laughs> yeah, say that. <laughs> oh, we can't keep saying it. Is, also, my is, is that another Chris Farley one there too? Oh, yeah. uh, the Mick Foley yep. style. Yep. Also oh. for the boys. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, you got all sorts of goodies on there, and like Always. like you said, uh, there's there's a bunch of companies on there, and easily by their logos and stuff, you recognize what they are oh, just yeah. just based on the logos. That's. And that's one thing I just got to say, like, huge shout out. Like, The Pig has been with us since long before Audible Farm Podcast was a thing. Um, Like, people, if you haven't heard the story, you can go back to, like, episode zero uh, and listen to that. Uh, There's other episodes I've done where I've talked about it. But, like, this was literally just a YouTube channel where I had recorded bands and through their sets online and stuff and i was like i need a name for this and i need to you know because i was just doing that for bands anyways and giving away all the content i kind of forgotten about that that is yeah. definitely how it started yeah and i just made a huh. youtube channel and i was like this is i'm gonna call it the audible farm because i'm i'm farming a bunch of content uh at first it was just audio and now now it's audio and video and uh i thought it was fitting for a podcast because it's literally just an audible form of of things so that's what the audible farm podcast is all about i i don't know i was kind of gonna steal the name from animal farm because it was just one of those deals i kind of enjoyed animal farm um growing up it was one of those books where i the whole time i was reading it i was just pretty much like this is dumb i don't want to read this and i was just gonna say i don't want to say books are bad but i don't advocate (laughs) reading i'll just say that i mean that's you (laughs) (laughs) it was was just one of those books the deeper i got into it, i was like wait this book's kind of cool wait this book's really cool and then you know like i i don't know why i like it so much but i just kind of was like that's what we're gonna have something out here because you know it's just a bunch of animals out here and uh, Name we're, association out, we're out in the rural areas anyways so it's just like let's just call it audible farm you know because all i'm doing is just farming up content from all these different locations talking to other people about stuff they have going on and i'm just kind of building a giant community and i was like what kind of fits with that on the music front and i was like how about like a pig because you know animal farm had pigs that kind of just took over and uh how about the pigs playing a guitar so we did the pig playing the guitar and uh and what more like a horribly recognizable guitar than the flying v yeah ex- <laughs> oh yeah exactly well it's obvious that he's playing a, you yeah. know he's rocking guitar he's With got the, the flying v pick between his hoof yeah if you look really really close the uh he's playing a guitar pick with three fb on it and that's for three finger betty baby <laughs> There's only one Betty. I don't know if uh, you you know that, but it's Three Finger Betty. That's that's who it is, and that's uh, one of the punk bands that I'm. It's the punk band, uh, the punk the band exclusive. Uh, yes. I mean, Blink One Eighty Two is also on tour, but you're not touring with them this time. So <laughs> it's like they're they're back, but I not yeah. Also, I gotta say, I put my lanyard on just so I could. Uh, show you not to i mean lanyards are stupid but you need them for your keys yeah so you don't lose them <laughs> yeah little known fact i lost a set of lost a set of car keys uh unfortunately. that's the worst is i mean is it worse losing a wallet or keys 
Uh, well, let's see here. I lost my wallet earlier this year in the snowstorm. Oh, yeah, that's kicking the knackers. So that was the worst part about that was uh, the snowstorm. Um, I did tell the story on a prior podcast, but like I got stuck in the snowstorm Look uh, shoveling somebody else out, but then my car got drifted in and mm. like in the amount of time it took for me to shovel someone else out. So then I was stuck and uh, can't pull my car out. Tita noise. So the car is just covered in plastic on the bottom and without ripping a bunch of stuff off to expose the frame. There was no way really to yank the thing out. So we... Uh, we left it there until we could get it on skids and park it at, at a farmhouse. Is it horrible to think about a terrible winter like that on a day like this, or which uh, would you rather have? The, the winter, easily. The negative 40, awful. Like, Dude, we, you can put, winter was weird. You can put more clothes on, and you're you're never cold. Like, at this yeah, super hot, it heat's sucks. Heat's cheaper than AC, though. That's my only... Heat is cheaper. I think a my house heat, is sixty nine. Heat right would now, probably I mean, pollute. On, I always think heat would pollute the earth less because when you're cooling your house, there's heat coming out the back end of your air conditioner. What? Mm, I mean, what's coming out your furnace? Heat. Heat. It's just more heat. Everything's heat. Yeah. Moore was right. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> coming back to losing your wallet or keys being worse. I don't know. I uh, I would definitely say like keys thing because we gonna get in one of them like. 20 minute would you rather which is worse the wallet one was easy you just call the companies and say cancel my card send me a new one. Oh yeah I suppose but the, the keys are tough I guess I don't know I, well, who I've, uses keys I've, anymore I've paid, to re- I've paid to replace two locks and uh, mm. the auto starter on my car doesn't work anymore so I'm not really too worried about too much I guess I did. I, that reminds me I do need to get a copy I destroyed a set of car keys oh no uh, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> but you know it's you know, <laughs> I, and it's I, it's I don't know how much they're going to be. It's not one of them like fobs where they're going to be expensive, but it's still like electronic, going to bend you over. Yeah, just, like keys. And it's mm-hmm. like even talking about like trying to unlock your own vehicle with an actual metal key is like hard to do these days. Like yeah. you can't even like they won't let you. Yeah, we were talking about that. We're like, um, the auto starter on my car, like. It'll work, but for some reason you can't unlock the car when you auto start it. And like, and then if you like unlock it with a key, it will the alarm will go off. It's the worst. And like, why would they? It's, do that? There's just a whole bunch of, and then the it's a long thing. It's just a big dumb. Because like that's a normal thing with most cars. Yeah, and I get it. It's a safety. <laughs> it's a safety feature though. It's the whole fact that like if you auto start the car uh, from a long distance away, and someone wants to hop in and hotwire the thing. Uh, and, and, if, they, and they figure out yeah, how to pick into your car. Like that's, I'm sure that's something to do with it. And that. is the alternative now safer? Like my mom got a new car where it's like, you know, you just have the fobby thing and then it's like, you like wave your hand in front of the door and it like opens. Like, is that like safer? I don't, like, you know, I, mean? I don't know if that's safer or better. Cause then someone just steals your fob. And Basically. Walk, yeah. You just have to be in the vicinity the either way. Like is hot wiring still a thing? Like, can you do that? Like I've never been a good theft. I, <laughs> I remember hearing once that in like, uh, I feel like you could hack it. Like I'm, I could probably rather hack it from my phone than I could like oh, somehow. Oh gosh, I'm <laughs> like, sure someone could hack it. Because if she's got the Wi-Fi, I can get on the Wi-Fi. And, like, <laughs> I'm gonna hack it. Oh man, criminal minds it. Yeah, definitely losing your key was would be worse. Because like I said, I've I had to pay to rekey things and stuff like that. Ugh. And a, a lot of places will send you new cards for that free because like, they're like spend our money to adult. Give us, you know, it's yeah, like you said, it's pretty adult. Where it's just like one place, it's just like. It's cheaper to get a doorknob, a new knob, than it is to rekey, <laughs> oh, yeah. to rekey well, the dirt. Definitely. Like, this is so dumb. So Durfinitely. either way, I've had to foot the bill on that a couple of times. and But other than that, I'm, I'm pretty kosher. Everything's, 
Everything's good to go on that front. Um, yeah, just look like a tool wearing a lanyard. Shout out Ibach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do need to get a lanyard. That was like the first thing someone asked me, like, what's the lanyard look like that they, you lost the keys on? I'm like, if there was a yeah, lanyard, that, I would have yeah, found it. You know, like, like it would, And I hate, like, I don't know. It's, I just hate having keys in my pocket. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. I don't want to take my keys with me anywhere, but I, uh, that's an unnecessary evil that the world has, unfortunately. Like, I don't want to like do away with keys with some sort of electronic convenience because, like you said, then it just comes down to that. Like, this is pretty much sounding like put the chip in, <laughs> you know. Like, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating for any of that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the future. Yeah. So. uh Let's let's swing back to you. Uh, oh yeah, drawing race drawing race cars <laughs> and stuff. Growing up, what what I you and I both kind of liked racing growing up, and we kind of had adjacent tastes. I always feel like you were ahead of the curve when it came to stuff like that. Where like before NASCAR became, became popular in the '90s, you you know it's not like it it was always growing, but it was you were just kind of like, dude, this is cool stuff. And then after a few it years, it was cooler then. It's you know it's one of them like what's happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, ever since I basically could hold a crayon, I stuff i suppose it's just one of them things where especially like uh i don't know a and b different type people i'm a add b you know what yeah, i mean like I'm, I not, I'm not a, i don't know if, if the b's the straight lacers you know what i mean like i'm not that you know yeah. never have been never will be i've tried to be want to be but it's like one of them things you know how it is but it's like yeah i mean ever since i was little that's that's kind of like i don't know you're kind of like venting i suppose just drawing and whatever and it's even you know, shoot! I used to get yelled at so much in school. Just doodle, doodle on assignments and papers. You know, where teachers used to just, just hate it. You know, just, yeah. just hate it. Yeah, just you'd hate it. drawn on the back, and they wouldn't, wouldn't accept them. Sometimes I'd be like, "Come on! Like, you wouldn't be so boring. I wouldn't be sitting there doodling for an hour." You yeah, know? It's like, fill out on. this worksheet while I talk. Yeah, and yours says like, doodles all over it. Yeah, it's like sorry. Like I, I know most of the answers are wrong, and the pages completely tattooed you know what i mean but it's like it's also on the legal pad because that's what i used to roll with so <laughs> but even like tests or anything man it's just like and then i don't know it's just there's so much of that where it's tough to be that way and get that kind of ridicule to do not to be normal and it's like yeah eh, you know it's yeah like, you gotta fit into the box everyone like, else is i can't you know yep. it's like but i mean it's like a so like a thing that way where, I mean, it kind of progresses. And even after that, I suppose, like, I mean, racing hasn't been everything, but I suppose it has been everything in my, I guess, especially the last 10, 15 years of my entire career. But it's one of them things where it's, especially in college, they, I mean, told me I wasn't going to, and, uh, you know, it, you, you won't make any money, but it's like one of them things where it's like, have I? Well, not really, but it's like still yeah. looking back, it's like, I, I guess I could have been like, you know, I could have took the route I should have taken and being like a cat guy and being a nerd and being an engineer and, yeah. you know, making a ton of money and having nothing to do with it and, you know, buying crap or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. You love what you do sometimes, but it's still, if you, you know, it's one of them where it's like, if you love what you do and you'd only do the same thing all the time, then it's like, you know, what do golfers do on their spare time? Do they golf? Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know. know. It's like, like it's I tough. About that. I always tough. thought about that. Like, take it back to racing. Yeah, I was thought like, yeah. is Tony Stewart just out like racing all the time? Oh, yeah. it's like, it's oh like, he's racing more yeah. now than he ever has been. He's yeah. one of them he, dudes with, he's 100 nights a year probably. You know, and that's, you know, one of he these. He just won the other night in a sprint car. You know, he's always, he's winning. He's got his own sprint car series. He's, a, you know, but it's, I hate, and I don't even want to bring it up for that reason, but I hate that, like, the only reason that people know his name is because of the incident he, you know, had at a track, on a dirt track, but it's one of them, 
you know, be that as it may, it's one of them things where it's the danger where everybody it happens to a lot of guys and it's hard to live that down. But it's uh, he's racing more now than he ever has. But it's one of them things where I hate with that's why his names no. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I don't. I shouldn't even have brought it up that way. But there's so many, and he's got a series, and he's doing so great. And I mean, sprint cars are nuts. And even I mean, Kyle Larson just. I mean, they're racing. Well, it got rained out at Chicago today. I don't know if I don't know what's going on. I guess I haven't checked it. <laughs> Maybe they're racing right now. It's hard to tell. We're live. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he raced. You know, dirt car all weekend, sprint car midget, one in the midget. Uh, something happened in sprint cars. I don't. There was some controversy. You got DQ'd or something. I don't remember. But either yeah. way, I mean, those guys. And it's good that they let them race because those guys want to race. They want to race all the time, and it's it's hard. Even them, you have to have such a passion for whatever you do to be. Even that, you're, you know, especially Cup, they're at the top yeah. of everything, whatever they could do, but he still, he doesn't consider that the top, and most most guys in my world consider sprint cars or late models and dirt as the top, and no matter what, you know, you can go up and you can be in, you know, it's the equivalent of almost, you know, being like a varsity or, you know, NFL football player and go playing varsity or going down just for fun. It's like, what yeah. are you, you know, what do you, why would you, but it's sometimes different football, they want to do it different ways where i don't know there's a lot of that where i don't believe in it as far as going down and like going down series and beating up that's another controversy but it's still to have the passion i want to do something all the time because even if you you know i mean i don't know if i do bands or accountants but what if you're an accountant and did accounting on the side you know it's like you gotta love accounting you know like 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 uh, my boss is a CPA, and it's like, is he sitting at home playing like an accounting like oh, yeah, phone yeah, app like, game? Is there like, like a yeah, is there like, like a phone app game that's just TurboTax like, Xbox edition? Where yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like roller coaster accounting tycoon or oh, something. Oh you know, my like, god, yeah, <laughs> where the Sims account. Yeah, it's like that is you know that is the whole different ball of wax where it's like simulations of real life where it's like. I'm a trucking simulator, and the trucker's like, "Why the f would you want to be a trucker on computer?" Yeah. You know, it's like, well, because it's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely always think though that like if you're, Farm if you're if anybody's literally good at anything, I feel like you're good at it probably because you like it in some aspect. And there's so many people oh, yeah. that, that do stuff that it. they're good at, and they they're like, "I hate this." It's like I really don't think you do. I just think maybe you don't you dislike the situ- some situations you're in sometimes. Shout whatever. out, lady, the dog coming in the room. Oh, hey, lady, lady, lady's making another Ooh. visit on the podcast. Cameo, lady, let's yeah. get her mic. Oh man, who's <laughs> your good girl? This is going to be weird audio if I didn't say the dog was in the room. Yeah, who's could... your good girl? Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a sound bite. Oh, yeah, you... oh, I don't know if I can reach your belly scratchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get to oh your man. Scratchers. Who's your good girl? Anyways, <laughs> like what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about, <laughs> talking about you you drawing stuff. Okay, here's something else you I was I was thinking about. Like you, you we used to lady see exiting the room. <laughs> you used play to, by play. You used to draw like race cars and all sorts of other things. Like I remember you drawing other stuff too. But I, then I remember when like computers became popular, you started doing graphic design stuff on computers and like doing. Okay, this might sound weird, but you you like raced cars on the internet on video games and you would put like make the cars look like either real cars in the fact that they had uh advertising and sponsorships and things on the side or like especially that's what drew me in as a kid and especially now i mean with raps but the scheme of the cars is the only thing that associates you with you know 
fan or whatever to, uh-huh. you know, the driver don't care. He don't know what's going on. Like, it's the only thing extension from the driver to the fan is what the car looks like. You know, everybody knows what Richard Petty's car looks like, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you don't need to know yeah, anything 40, in racing. 43. But, yeah, you don't need yeah. to know anything in racing to know what Dale Earnhardt's car looked like because that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just that's that's what it is. And that's how I got Drew as a kid. And it's funny because it came up on my Facebook memories of day about something that's, that's you know, I don't know, whatever, how many years ago about – uh, you know, Richard Petty is and Jeff Gordon's rainbow scheme. I mean, Richard Petty's last race was 92 Atlanta, and that was Jeff Gordon's first race, and that's what got me hooked completely. Yeah. Is see, because I honestly see it, you know, the cars now, I mean, then paint the liveries, they call it in Europe, but you know, the wraps, whatever, the paint scheme, whatever you want to call it, is like that's that's what drives you in, and that's like, especially as a kid. I guess. I mean, I suppose from that 92 on, that's like all I did was like drew, I mean, you know, 90% all cars, just thousands of cars. And I found a lot of drawings that uh, my parents had saved, you know, a couple months ago, which was crazy. I didn't know they saved half of them. And some of them got wrecked in the flood we had a few years ago, but it's still, there was a bunch of them. And it's like, it's crazy how even that, I mean, obviously a lot of them were half done and scatterbrained as most of the stuff is in my life. And it's <laughs> like, I remember all of them. I, I remember you know what you, I mean? doing, I, I remember that's crazy that you remember that vividly, actually like making every single one of them. And it's, you know, I don't know if I wouldn't have remembered them all as if I wouldn't have seen them, but I still remember, you know, obviously somewhere in my brain as foggy as my memory is throughout the work. Years, yeah. you know? But it's like, it's, it's like, especially that stuff where you can hear, you know, smell, smell, hear sound, take you back to a place, but it's, it's crazy to oh, yeah. do something like that. Where even, I'm sure you have the same thing where you've found old song books and lyric books and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're like, Holy crap. I remember exactly the day where I wrote this and how crappy it was and why this is so crazy or whatever, whatever, or how awesome this was or the tune I got. And it's like, yeah, when I first started learning guitar, I like yeah, wrote stuff right. out to make it as easy as I could understand it. And, uh, when I come back and look at it now, it's just like, it's like Oh, what? that's, that was, that's so whatever. But you remember yeah. the tune yeah, probably. I, yeah, you remember what you were trying for either way. Yep. And no matter what's good or bad, especially that or lyrics, where it's like, man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it's it's nuts. I, yeah, I remember you were, uh, on your Snapchat account. You had uh, you were posted a bunch of those older pictures that you had. And it yeah, was and just those like, are the, oh, these are cool. Probably the most complete ones that were still left. And I remember a bunch of those doing them, and how much, I mean, how much time? Because I I was I was always the same way with anything, even like model cars. Is like I didn't. I would always do the body first. I would paint it and I would do the decals. And my dad would get so mad because he'd be like, now you're just going to have another one that's like sitting here with a body and you're never going to finish like putting the chassis together, the motor. And it's just going to be another one that's like yep. boxed up and you're going to have the body done and they're just going to be sitting here. And that's how I was with everything. And I used to, you know, redo all my Hot Wheels cars and shoot me and Jonah diving. <laughs> <Shout Yeah. out. laughs> used to do that with cars and we'd like make our own stickers and put them on bikes and, you know, uh-huh. little, little cars and Hot Wheels. And it's like, we used to cut them out for magazines and like glue them on, you know, and that kind of stuff and wrap them. And then I, oh man, I used to do all that stuff. And it's just like, it's crazy to think, especially, I don't know. And it's good to reflect on it now because it's one of them things now doing it for so long. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to use bad terms, but jaded to it, you're normal to it. You're, you know, kind of, it's your normal job. So you don't really think about it, but it's one of them things we're looking back. It's crazy to do anything, you know, even with music, it's crazy to do anything 
that's a boyhood dream of anybody's to yeah. be a baseball player, to be a hockey player, to be, you know, whatever, whatever, to, be, to even be, you know, that in any capacity, anybody that's doing amateur football or playing, you know, yep. even to, that or like doing little shows, you know, still playing music. It's like, God, I, I, I regret giving up guitar. You know what I mean? I loved, you know, yeah. it's, I, my fingers, I bad arthritis, whatever, but it's still, I would still, I'm going to get a good card and play now because I don't give a, like, I yeah. still want to do it because it's, I miss it and I loved it and it's horrible and I wish, you know, Dude. you know, it's so cool, like, for you to stick with it, especially to have something, you know, it's just like anything that anybody does. Just like I said, with golf, it's hard. The flip side is like, what do you do for fun? It's like, well, if you still love it, you do that yeah. for fun. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's tough that way where it's, Yeah. God, could you imagine like a golfer and like he has a kid and then they're like, what do you want to do today? It's like, let's go out and play mini golf. And then oh, like yeah. the, the dad oh, just crushes God. everyone. He's like, I'm nine under today. And everyone so else good. like, the hard another part. hole in one for dad. Hooray. <laughs> like In your face. <laughs> oh, that, that probably happens more than the, the latter where the son gets better and wants to do it. But it's one of them things that's better than wanting to come up in something bad. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Know, follow my footsteps into something. Something worse, like I, I mean, you just think of racing because of that. Because most people don't want to have the danger for their kids, but most of the time it's too late because you bred your kid, and your kid's gonna love it either way. So it's yeah. like, you know, well, I guess the biggest stigma today is you know kids playing football. Ooh, no football. Yeah. Like pat them up. Football's bad. Yeah, you but know, to like, go along with that racing one, uh, Joe Rogan did a Dale Earnhardt Jr. podcast, I and they talk, I, they talk almost I, exactly about that same thing. Oh with, yeah, because he had he's he's a yeah. concussion dude. Yeah, definitely. D- Dale Jr. was just just like his dad growing up and stuff like that. And I. Th- I don't remember. I've been listening to a lot of because Junior has a podcast now. It's very good, and it's. I was never a fan of his, you know, during his time. Just because I'm not a fan of anything popular, I'm just a nonconformist that way. Where if like if you're popular, you know, you know how it is. Like if there's a song, like oh you like it, I hate it now. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like Ugh. yeah, <laughs> like, dude. like Ugh. I like this band when yeah. their first album came out for anybody knew who they were. Andy bougie, yeah. Like, oh, but uh, yeah, it's like, uh, but yeah, and I, I was never really a fan of it just because I mean. Spillover from his old man, they weren't always the uh, brightest fans to be around being in the stands with him, I will say. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to just like pigeonhole <laughs> anyone. I was a Dale Earnhardt fan just based on the fact oh, that the guy a, the guy was like an assassin out there. Yeah, he's like a, I don't even know how to describe, you know. He was how uh, do you describe him? Outlaw Tomator. country. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, praise hail, praise Dale. Oh, gosh. No, it was, it's, it's crazy to hear candidly now about and I, I'm pretty sure I, I had to have listened to that Rogan one because that's yeah I listened to most of it because he had a lot of the I think pretty sure I shared it and stuff but yeah um I want it's say- it's so good to hear about especially that concussion stuff the his truth now because he even he even said he smoked cigarettes for like 20 years you would never know and Dale yeah, Jr. you know exactly. you would never have known like because he didn't smoke them in front of a camera ever, ever you know and it's like all the I mean a lot of them guys did but still you never really knew but it's like. Uh, it's crazy to hear, you know, candidly now his, like, him and his dad were never even cool. Like, yeah, his they, dad they, never even acknowledged him until he was, like, started racing, and yeah. he never helped him to get into racing, and it's crazy, because you, you just assume father son he's going to help him do it, you know. He never even really gave him a car. His uncle had to, like, push him to get him in a car of, of his dad's to drive, you know. But uh, neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another tangent gone on this. Uh, well, that's you what know, you and I are check good Check out the Dale Jr. download, but uh, this is not what this is about. <laughs> no, no, but that's what you and I are good at, though, is uh, starting up a topic and just oh, having gosh. a good conversation. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure this will be a long, rambling nothing, but like I've said before, and I'm, I don't feel like I am a 
uh, quality interview, but I feel like I'm going to be a quantity interview just because of <laughs> all the long conversation we've had about nonsense and everything. It's just going to take like eight of them just to get nailed down to like, oh, what, were we, what was even, what was going on? What were we even talking about? We talked yeah. about like 6,000 things we should, current events, you want to cover today's news? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Let's like, pull it up. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's like, that's one of the things though, is you and I having these conversations was one of the things where like, I like to bounce ideas off of you about like either what I'm doing in bands or like stuff like that. And you're, you're just good at uh bouncing ideas back and things i'm like the general that. masses because i'd like dabble into everything but don't know nothing about nothing <laughs> so like well it's just good to have those conversations with somebody then it was just like you know like i was debating starting a podcast and you and i had talked about it and you were pretty much just like well this could be a podcast well, yeah, just us talking it. and it was like and after that it was like there were so many of them like well these are all you know it's yeah. like man but yeah those I, and I don't know what naturally it is about this and i've been pretty good not to bleat myself but i don't know maybe just the indoor setting that i've been pretty good like, yeah yeah that's the only hard part because usually you and i aren't sitting across from a table with is, like yeah. headphones on and stuff and i'm usually not i mean my eyes are always darting around a room anyways but that's where like people can't see or that don't know me that i'm just i would need to have like i don't even want to say a fidget spinner but something to do while i'm sitting here like, <laughs> i'm just like screwing with everything on the table and like i should well if i guess if this keyboard worked i would be in bad trouble because it does and i wish i had a dummy one just so i could be like clicking <laughs> There's but, an, there's uh, an open browser if you want to do stuff. Nah, That's like the funnest part about uh, the basement setup is I got I got two keyboards. Yeah, so. I don't know if people even. I mean, this is a pretty legit setup. The you know TV, For and, as, you know laptops, as everything. Absolutely like inexpensive and cheap. There's like as twelve it is. computers in here and like sixteen workers. That's <laughs> no, just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> there's the, my producer in the corner. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, hey, what's going on, yeah, you guys? Handing us waters. You know, no, I'm just kidding. This is literally just a one man operation. It's a. Uh, it's just in my basement. An impressive one man operation, <laughs> should be said. But uh, if, if nobody listened to the Gene Walker podcast, I kind of spilled the beans on that. It's like uh, with like forty dollars in Amazon, you can pretty much do a lot of crazy things. And all I do is just hook my laptop up with an HDMI it's, cable I to mean, my TV. It's literally just simple stuff that everybody does. But once, once you wrap this table, you'll be super. Lit. <laughs> that's that's your only snafu here. Although I don't love the fifties theme, it just needs. Uh, yeah, well, that's the <laughs> thing is I I just want to go cheap on everything because no, this on, is a it's a low end operation. It's cheap like cheap is still classy, bud. Yeah, well, it's, it's just, a still a classy. It's just an old used table someone was going to throw out. I'm like, I'm taking that and putting uh, it. No, it's a vintage awesome table that if you put it at like <laughs> an antique shop would probably be like yeah. a good 300 bills. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, that's one of those things. Like I drove out to San Diego and saw uh, they had a shop like that. It was oh like, my gosh, probably every shop. Yeah, we we took all of the windows uh, out of a house and put new windows in it and all the old windows were like storm windows and nobody wanted them i don't know why so we just junked them then when i was in san diego i saw a shop out there thousands of them yeah and they had all these different thousands they had all these different sizes and the cheapest one they had was 50 bucks and it was like uh i mean that's location though you know well out here in old farmhouse everyone has them but out there like nobody's there's no old weighted like you could have lugged them there for you know (laughs) yeah but then it's it's like do i want to pack up a four dollar profit you would have made yeah exactly (laughs) could have filled up a van you know but it's still is it going to be worth Uh, it in the long run so pronounced san diego san diego you're gonna sound silly (laughs) (laughs) speaking of that i I did listen to a couple episodes of the ron burgundy podcast interesting i I forgot it was a thing and it's a thing and it's actually kind of entertaining so I don't know if anybody wants to listen to that podcast, but you're listening to this one right now. He showed so, up to so Dan Patrick show full garb one day with forties and a dozen donuts on like in their New York City studio. So like right 
Manhattan, I'm assuming, or somewhere, you know, like right downtown, and was just like walking around as Ron Burgundy and eventually got mobbed, but... Oh, God, that's insanity. Yeah, just crazy. Like, and it's crazy how much podcasting in every type of form has really gotten popular over the last couple of years. Really boomed more. I mean, yeah. And I mean, really... I mean, there's all different genres of one, like... Uh, anything you could ever want, ever. Uh, literally, like, uh, I feel like there's some genres that are lacking in, in good ones, but uh, I also, like, don't have interest in some... Like, I don't know if there's any good fishing ones, you know, oh, or something, I, I, but I, I sure, I'm sure there's some awesome fishing oh, ones. Oh, yeah. You know, you it's know? like... And there's so many about shows, like Bachelor, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yep. It's like, I'm yep. not into it, but the I'm sure it's true crime cool. stuff or whatever. The true crime one's huge these days. And, like... I I didn't really want to make this like a a worldwide huge huge deal. I just wanted to give back to the community that I spent the most time in, and that's the music community. You oh know? yeah, and it's it's good and bad that way because I I even now I forget like until you know when you said the story earlier because it's like oh yeah that I totally forgot like you were basically you know just with following the bands and that's kind of how it started. But now it's like like I said it's it's crazy to see how far it's come with everything else and like all these cards in front of me the different you know varieties. And I know I mean I don't I mean. I'm a totally different demographic being, I mean, I don't mean that being boastful, but it's like different from anybody else you've had, you know? So it's like, I'm going to pull a whole different listening of, I mean, the four people that are probably listening to this because they want to listen to me because why ramblings on for hours. (laughs) Like I said, probably multiple episodes. This is episode one of 75 ramblings that we'll probably, (laughs) I'm sure you and I will end up doing many more episodes. I'm around. Like, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. end up we end up getting together a decent amount, and, and like you said, it's most of it's yeah, like it's podcast most of it quality is podcasting, stuff. anyways. Where yeah. it's just like, wait, we should have just you know, oh well, you know, just yeah. Like. And it's like you said, I've it's not like uh, I mean, it's not like you're the first artist I've ever had on here, but it's, we're not just sitting down talking about art because that's, no, yeah, that's it's, yeah, that's our where style of conversation is gonna like you said kind of weave in and out of parts that sets me apart from them too it's like you know we're not you know they're all artists i'm just a friend <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> a graphic artist though come on a very graphic artist uh, but but like that's the thing though is like you said i've had all sorts of different people on here uh mostly i stuck with bands in uh in and you the beginning the bread and butter and go in between but it's still crazy to yeah. think about all the diversity i did a promoter uh, it's so good episode. to hear and, and it's especially that stuff like i said i mean even we were talking earlier about trying to get like event people promoters bar people cross promotion yep. that way also shout out Couchtown coffee for coming on board because that's another cross promotion that everybody's missed until this point where like i mean it's completely fueled by french press coffee delicious coffee yes i was i mean if anybody knows brent does i drink a lot of coffee but it's, it's like, in, like to bring a i don't know percolator I, I don't know what you call it around like a thingy and like i mean that's yeah, that's a guy to, that loves coffee. I used to drive around <laughs> with a with a glass French press in my car sometimes. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, I like, mean, like, this guy. Look at this guy. So, and, and that's a thing. It's though, so like, fitting, and like, I'm so glad that somebody finally wised up because it's one of them things where it's like th- this whole thing is fueled by it, and it's like totally used, completely endorsed, and that's the only kind of product you really want to have is you know a partner if possible, and that's good, especially for them to come on board, and hopefully you can be doing some discount specials in the future hopefully oh, hopefully yeah. it's not I, uh, leaked out there, no there'll be a, there'll be one there'll be one attached to this episode for sure but i like who can God. like the code be something dirty like fart or something or uh oh, we can make we can make the code <laughs> like fart hilarious. If you want. <laughs> no that's terrible for unappetizing i hate oh man uh, i'm gonna pretend that i love a coffee I may, maybe i would like their coffee i don't know i mean you know it's like hard it's hard one of them things you know it's like, uh, try a lighter roast it was it's too late right now for me to drink because i'd be up all night but uh, yeah 
But like you said, I've had all sorts of people on here. I mean, I've uh, I had crazy, yeah. Kirk Bricker on here. He plays guitar, but he also builds cigar box guitars. And Chris Schlichting was a comedian, or is a comedian, out of the Quad Cities area. Uh, Marco B- Battaglia, Battaglia uh, not only does he play uh, bass, but he's also a politician. Uh, Michelle Guild was on here, and she does podcasting. It is crazy how most everybody's like a double, triple threat where it's different stuff, where they're like bringing weird, yeah. weird crap to the table, where it's like, huh, diversity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, Kyle Peterson's the Pizza King, King. And, and Bob Minter. Uh, I see Bob at every show. Not only that, but I was at a Brutal Republic yeah, show not too long ago. It's good he to get them that. kind of guys in there, too, Dude. where you see them a lot. And I mean, especially like, you know. It's, There's a lot of people I want to hear their story, yeah. <laughs> you know, no and, matter what. And Bob Minter's one of those guys that has, he's just like internet comedy gold, and I don't think, he's hes just a hidden gem, and people don't, out there more, oh yeah, dude, to, I, 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 people I do. don't know how funny Bob is, like you gotta go check Bob Minter out online. Or, and of or course, listen. you know, episode 31, Eli Dykstra, I'd been, originally, uh, well, I mean, he'd been trying to get me to do this for a while, but originally I'd went to one of his shows, well, on his, on his would have been the 17th birthday, wasn't it? Or yeah, 17th I think it was birthday. 17th birthday. Yeah, and it, I mean... Killer, dude. Yeah, and it was great. I mean, hopefully you can get another interview with them again because it was. I mean, that it was a great, great show, and that you know just had a, that it was an album release party and crazy talented for as young as that kid is. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Nuts. That, that was a fun one because I was like, it was up near where you're from, and I was like, I'm gonna try and get yeah. up there. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's meet at the show or still, whatever. Yeah. Either I couldn't. Way. I couldn't go, and you still ended up going. And you were like, "Dude, this kid's awesome!" And I'm like, "You know, that's what name it is. dropped, and you knew, and it was good." And you had him on that next week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was like right it was like that? the next week I had him on. You know, and I was just super stoked about it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's and it's odd, even that little weird crossover we <laughs> we have that intertwines that yeah. kind of deal. But yeah, um, also was it Rise Fest last weekend? That was a different. Uh, oh, nice. Skillet Friday. That was a good good show. Heck yeah pretty pretty big but uh yeah he also i mean even I, I hadn't listened to kelsey's i want to listen to hers episode uh, 38 I, I hadn't listened to that one yet. yeah that was a really really good one there um and like i even did one uh, episode 40 with hannah mcclimans and the, the crazy part of that about that one is like she's kind of played guitar a little bit growing up but like never really got good at it and then me too and then she was just like <laughs> way worse than her i'm sure well she was just like, i'm awful she recently like picked her guitars up and started playing again and she got good enough to warrant not using like a beginner's cheap guitar so we i like helped her find a used guitar to buy and she even bought better. it and that one that's so fun even that and i know you've given lessons over the years and i still do a few yep still doing know, lessons yep. even that stuff's fun uh-huh. you'll, well you'll probably be giving me lessons again soon <laughs> <laughs> well, dabble back into it that's another thing though is i have some of my friends every now and then excuse me i have some of my friends every now and then hit me up and they're like hey you know i'm, I'm having troubles figuring out how to do uh, this like I'll just give an example I won't give a name but I had a friend was just like I can't do pinch harmonics um, I can't figure out why sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't so I gave him like a five minute video that I recorded and, and sent it to him and I was like you know this should explain it pretty well and he was like I like how you dumb everything down to the point where it's just like uh, you you take you be so many mic sounds and stuff for me <laughs> like, just like jumping around and twitching it with my head anyways <laughs> but like you know and that's just one of those things i thought about you know throwing some like lessons on there just some oh, simple definitely. lessons i think i mean we've talked about it before i don't think you can have enough content and even like these smaller ones like a guy like me shoot i think no matter what even if these lessons ones are smaller i would like i would even like a little youtube tutorial you know like yeah, just start exactly. doing those <laughs> it would be awesome dude um i mean i've thought about doing one on like how to set up an easy podcast setup and, and run that because it's it's so easy and i feel like so many people could benefit from setting up a podcast so their followers could help get to know them better 
I mean, or just I, be on this one. Yeah, um, probably would be better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe do that later. Like, like I can't wait to like bands have a thing where it's like, all right, we're gonna set up a podcast and it's gonna be ten episodes and we're gonna produce it really well, but it's gonna be the process of us making this album. And you should, I mean, you should almost not gonna, do some like right after shows and just have like a group if you could and just be like, I've debated you know, that. You know, how's the show I, go? Because uh, you know the awful, <laughs> yeah, like those <laughs> the terrible crowd. You know, like good crowd, bad crowd. Yeah, you know? or whatever. You know, whatever, whatever, however it went. But well, like you said, the like we were talking earlier, the one you know, outdoor bugs, bug spray, oh gosh, like yeah. that. That's something you don't really think about until yeah, you're that, like knee deep and ankle bites. Like, yeah, it was wild. It <laughs> just getting after a bit, especially like buzz. Then they buzz around your face so bad. Yeah, you know? it's just like mm. yeah. Here's the crazy part. We go. I go to Tim Buck Brew. Uh, I was there with shout, uh, out. shout out to Tim Buck Brew. Hopefully doing some cross promotion uh, there. Oh gosh, hopefully, I, hopefully. Love hopefully. That. That I love that. I love that place. I uh, gave the owner some stickers, so I don't know if she's gonna put them in the bathroom stickers or. The or, or just, just put stickers everywhere. Yeah. Sticker, sticker America. America. But, but yeah, they're a really nice place up there. I went up there and watched up, <laughs> went up there and watched Brutal Republic just absolutely rock the place. It was fun uh, watching people who had never seen them before. And you'd hear them be like, man, these guys are so good. And it's like... Just by the name, they sound like I want to listen to them for sure. It's so good. It's so good. I knew a ton of people there. Uh, Nick Earhart Also was, by the name of the bar, it sounds like I want to hang out there. Yeah. Because, like, That's on. right next to the train tracks in Clarion. It's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, but like Nick Earhart was running sound from Riddleworth Class, uh, you know he's running the sound there, and I saw a handful of people I knew, like Bob Minter from one of the earlier episodes I did. I, I referenced him earlier, but uh, you know, like I said, it was crazy to see all these people just be like, "Whoa, these guys are awesome!" And then all the bugs hit, and it was just oh. insanity. But the cool part was the owners came out, and they had like baskets of uh bug spray they were just like handing out to people like just spray yourself off just like here you yeah, go i don't know why i don't know how else i mean what do you do, do you, can you bug bomb it pre uh, they did post? have they did have one of those like to... portable walk around and bug spray things where the guy was uh walking around and hosing and the ground down yeah just pretending just <laughs> it's literally just a portable smoke machine yeah like, no. yeah that's what i always figure i I, f- I feel like in our building it's just sugar water and they're just going Ach-sh! And it's just, like, <laughs> just like, man, there's bugs all the time. Where, what are you even doing? You're oh, paying yeah. them like 50 bucks a time. Like, what's up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but it was it was a good time. They actually came out. They uh, you know accommodated everyone really well for the bugs and stuff like that. And shout out to Brutal Republic. It was like they played for like two and a half hours straight. The longest break they took between t- songs was like 15 That's seconds. Nuts. And then and it wasn't until all these bugs hit at like 9:30 they were <laughs> they, even like, like they were finally like <laughs> all right all right <laughs> who's got some bug spray like <laughs> and after like I'm cuz I mean they're terrible anyway just buzzing around like could yeah. you imagine the willpower yeah, to just, just like keep and play yeah uh, halfway through a song just getting destroyed by bugs what do you do like you know you're a drummer you can't yeah. take one hand and start wiping yourself off like nobody oh, yeah. can, nobody can you know no that's so, so yeah it's it was pretty crazy show it's fun time uh had a good time at tim buck brew um I'd, you know, I'd like to go to a show with you sometime we you and i have never actually been to a show I together terrible i'm not worth going I, I this is what i do i show up late i stand in the back and then i leave early <laughs> that's what i do oh, <laughs> i am the worst oh my god i am the especially for one that needs to be you know feet in the seats i'm terrible for that because <laughs> i i like and i i can't go anywhere with anybody else because i'm just terrible at time because i just end up showing up alone no matter where i go and yeah, just dude. like show up late i know exactly leave early well i know i love that feeling because then nobody has to watch you walk in oh, if yeah, you show no, up late because there's mother entertainment going on i'm better than i used to be but i'm still completely crowd awkward unless i'm inebriated I'm, to, well i know extents but i'm still even then i don't like i don't like People. Yeah, yeah. I don't like being around people <laughs> as much either. But at the same, I don't like crowds of people. 
at the same time, I'm finding myself weirdly more comfortable in it. Like doing the podcast, everyone has a a positive connotation of me where like I think my issue with people is like sometimes I walk around I'm just like I don't know if these people like me and it's like that's, well, it's not a good mindset to go into initially, but yeah, it's it and it's it's different now when they see you also wearing a tie in your uh, day job because it yeah. is it is different. I mean, the school garb was also good, but it's still different now. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what, it's kind of nice walking around with a shirt and tie and having um, a nice you know accounting job, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's it's kind of neat to have uh, some of that sense of self worth, I guess. And I don't know if like that's probably what drives a lot of these like antisocial things that we have or whatever. But like. I just go places sometimes. I'm like, I'm just, like I said, I'm just going to hang out in the back. And I did a podcast with Alejandro, Alejandro Trevino, um, also a Brutal Republic. And uh, we talked a little bit about it. And that was one of those things where I was just like, uh, hey, you know, I uh, sometimes I just uh, hang out in the back and don't show up to things on time, like jam nights and things. I like to just sneak in there. And if nobody gets to me, it's cool because I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. But uh, you know, in the Gene Walker episode, Gene was talking about how, like, you know, nobody's really actually like that. They just want to see you out there having fun. Is all it is. You hit a couple wrong notes, big deal. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. And that's even like I mean, like you said when you did that solo show for the Wine Walk or whatever thing yep. the other day. I mean, that was fun too, just because you could do kind of your own thing really, and then yep. like you know, kind of like you said, you're gonna do some like you know picking or whatever, and just like do whatever you wanted and see where it went. You know, yep. that's kind of fun that time too. And that's hard with any type of art as you put yourself out there. So no matter what, it's like, you know, love it or hate it. I, and that's the worst thing about it is especially somebody like my demeanor. That's terrible at that kind of stuff. Super, super, I don't even know what you'd call it. Like humble and un cocky about anything yeah. i don't know what you'd even i don't know i'm just I, terrible uh, completely unsure completely especially about that stuff and that's the hardest part because that's my whole life is you got to put everything out there no matter what and it's hard if someone tells you what you want to do and either like sometimes you know they tell you what you want to do and like i said earlier it's like sometimes it's bad and sometimes they tell you what and it's better than what you mm-hmm. might have done yep you know because like even with this is i don't I mean, everything we had, we had the first logo was a little different, but even this, you know, with that direction of the pig was easier for yeah. me, you yeah, know, cause exactly. it's like, that's, you know, totally natural and easy. And that's what I wanted to do after, you know, thinking about it. And you're just like, yeah, you're totally right. Like, let's do exactly that. Yeah. Where it's like, sometimes it's like, but either way, it's like, it's hard cause you do completely put yourself out there both regardless yeah and no matter what like he's even those it's like big shows small shows if you're doing your own thing or if you're with a group doing a thing it's like you totally put yourself out there as an artist of any kind and it's tough yeah so like you're talking about like not getting much direction and stuff so at the at the wine walk they were pretty much my direction like was, yeah pretty much they were just like you can play whatever you want so like metal you know well that was the thing with like guys like should i play like blue play to stuff the crowd. or like should i play like some country songs or should i like uh, just play some backing tracks and jam along to them, or like, and they were just like, "Yeah, whatever sounds cool." And I was like, without any direction, I was like, "I'm just gonna do one of everything." And I, you know, I just, I just knew I couldn't, you know, like be profane. I had to be, you know, play to the public. Oh, yeah. But that was also the show. Like I said, I've never been more nervous to play in front of anybody than than that crowd because it was a crowd. Because it's not your, yeah, it's not your it's, demographic. It's not my it's demographic. Totally. So let me ask you this: uh, with lack also, of, this is scary because <laughs> this, you know, it's gonna be aired to completely everyone. It's like terrible to even think about. But so. Like, that's, 
so it's it's uh my lack of demographic and lack of uh direction even though it, like wasn't a bad thing uh made me more nervous than i'd ever been to do oh, this thing so t- totally so for I, you i totally that's for you do you have you do you have one that stands out because like you wrap cars and trailers oh, and yeah, trucks there's, there's a lot of weird uh, stuff you're the guy that does all the designing the graphic designing for all of that stuff is there one that was like the most nerve-wracking when you were like doing it because somebody just gave you like a lack of direction or like say you were going to go way outside of your demographic and show your skills to somebody else and you were just like uh i, I wouldn't even put any of those terms in my own head those are yours <laughs> like I don't, I don't uh i mean there is certain things that are more thought than other, that take more I, and that, that sounds bad it's, you know and i don't mean it ill that way like that you know some are thoughtless and some take forever but it's some like things come more some, naturally to you and well, others that, do not you know we've kind of touched on that earlier but sometimes there's things that take longer attention that take yeah a lot longer than they should and some i'll be honest with you that there's some stuff that i've made in seconds and printed in seconds and done in seconds you know done that day done that hour done that and that was better than if i thought about it or would have thought about it for a day a month a week Mm -hmm. you know some stuff's better on the fly and that's where like especially like i said if i don't if you don't have a vision for something if you don't have a passion for it it's tough to you know get anything done but it's it is some of those where it's just like some some of these some are tough or like some of those shows are like you wouldn't think you know different demographic is a totally you gotta you know Definitely do different things for yeah, you're trying to different f- things. Trying to figure out where you're going <laughs> to yeah. fit in here or if you do fit in. And there's like- so many diverse things where it's like there's, you know, I don't want to say like different strokes for different folks because it doesn't fit, but that's, you know, so many different things of different ilk where it's like different applications, different categories, different genres. Everything's a little different. You know, it'd be like if you had to play, you know, bar mitzvah or, you know, yeah. like an actual, you know, like show in Des Moines. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, like, am I going to play on a on a punk bill with, like, the, yeah, the sleepover uh, and hold for swank, or am I playing at a wine walk? And a wine walk is more conducive to a guy in the corner with an acoustic guitar, but I like to play a little bit of electric and blues stuff, too, and not sing, because singing's not my bailiwick, not my ledger domain. It's not, yeah. what, it's not my strong suit, uh, even, though, oh, I, yeah, I mean, even I, though I can hold a tune. I just so. assume it's like a little Dave Matthews in the corner, just like... That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm just gonna be yep. like sitting with the coos, just like chilling. But I wanted to, you know, put my own spin on it because that's what it all comes down to. I just didn't want to be another guy, you know, singing all the same songs everyone else sang. On oh yeah, well yeah, guitar. you also don't. Want to, yeah, the guy in the corner playing Journey and just like and we joked yeah. about that before. You're gonna do it, just like <laughs> taking requests from the soccer mom, just playing yeah. like you know, there's we'll the simple terrible, man. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh god. But like talking to the guy that yells "Freebird," like, <laughs> terrible thing to do. Oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, like I I brought a, like a decent setup with me. I brought a bunch of pedals and ended up like looping stuff together and I making. Think either way, it's impressive for the wine rooms. Yeah, because <laughs> like, like, well, that was the like, thing. They're impressed probably for any type of live music. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. I was super nervous there. He was uh, helping out at the arts festival, doing a little bit of bartending there, and he was just like, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people walking through here that can't do anything you're doing, and I uh, like just listening to you like two the thing and know warm up one a person bit. appreciates it out of the you know the whatever that walks yeah. through like that's all i need is one person to, yeah like the and same it, with anything my humor anything like if i get one person it's like hey i get you like yeah, oh, yeah. i feel you you know like exactly. thanks man <laughs> well it makes you feel a little less awkward when at least one person's well, on yeah, your side acknowledges it at least because yeah like, the cool part about so that was that would like say nothing yeah well this was a thing where people it's walk like, in and walk you. through and 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 leave or whatever uh when they want to but this guy was a bartender dude so he just like so sat in the there. corner and he was there the whole time when i was setting, even more setting up you've seen yeah, yeah heard he, and seen everything from the night yeah I, I get done warming up and he's like this is cool and i was like oh man that's cool to actually have somebody say that you know and you know, shout out to anybody that gives any of these artists and uh, musicians and anybody that's doing 
all the work, you know, props, because I'll tell you what, it's, it's not easy to put all this extra time in here. Cause I'll tell you what, like, even though you're a graphic designer by day, uh, as your job, I still have to bug you in your off time and be like, Hey, make me this thingy, you yeah, know? So, yeah, and like, I mean, we even touched on earlier how it's tough and it's different with friends and that kind of stuff. Like, especially something fun with friends. Like, you know, the, this is totally excluded when it's like one of them things where it's like, you know, the gimmick of play me a song after hours, whatever, whatever. But it's, yep. it's one of them things where it's fun. And it's like, I mean, I even, I don't know if we were even on the air earlier and I said, you know, it's one of them things where art comes when it comes yep. no matter when, what, and that's where it's really hard, super hard to have a nine to five type of job where it's like i mean not technically nine to five but most days it's yeah whatever but sometimes you know we have days where we have to work longer and i don't like to do that as much anymore because i've done it for so long where it's like crap i don't you know yeah you know it's like you kind of burn out doing doing it for so long but it's like you know it's uh it's crazy that way where it's 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 just like it's like when the uh when the passion strikes, you kind of got to just strike when the iron's yeah, hot. Otherwise, gotta, it's kind of gone. Yeah, you got to, I mean, you got to do it before it fizzles. And even, I mean, shoot, just like that train of thought before you brought it back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, exactly. I was like, wait, the tangent I went on, what were we talking about a second because ago? Yeah, it's like we one of those things where like when you and I are sitting and we're talking about like, oh, I want to have a, a, maybe make the logo a little bit more like this and put this on there or whatever. And then you just, you go home and do it. You know, it's like one of those things where it's still fresh in your mind and you're oh, yeah. driving home thinking about it or whatever. Well, and there's so many, I mean, I won't even say that I'll remember that because that happens to me so much now and especially like even worse if i go to the track or something because especially people like yeah i remember you didn't do it i told you like yeah, that was that was gosh. real like i you know 40 people told me something that night about yeah, something exactly. you know, that's it's where so it's tough. tough but it's like yeah um and especially now it's hard in this day and age because like there's so many different forms and it's i feel so bad most of the time because like i i don't have facebook messenger on my phone just because it beeps all the time and i don't check my facebook messages because i get a lot of weird spam and stuff so yeah. then it's like when people do try to communicate like business stuff through it it's tough it's like i didn't see it it goes pages over i you know i'm sorry and it, you know it's hard you taking snapchat orders and all that but it's okay you have to do all of it because it's like this day and age is tough where it's like all the communications need to be done to because no one will call you anymore it's hard <laughs> well you know how beautiful this is we're an hour into the podcast we haven't talked about any of your contact info so what is the best way to contact you then if somebody uh, yeah, if somebody likes the piggy and, uh, I see don't know if I want to disclose that information yet. <laughs> just like I'm, I'm pretty sure I will be the first one to blur my face for the selfie photo after because I'm probably going to either put a cartoon face or blur my face because I don't, I'm still, uh, even though I, I in voice is one thing because I don't really know what I sound like. So this is just going to be <laughs> terrible anyways to hear my own voice. But it's like, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, and I, I'm not looking and I don't want to say it again, but I'm, I assume as awful, especially as it's been an hour of just rambling rants, I'm sure there's going to be more than one of these done, especially if I come back next weekend for the holiday. But uh, there's, you know, uh, I don't know what I, I'm not necessarily looking to gain anything. I, it's, it's, and I don't think we've even got to an actual <laughs> meat and potatoes of anything, but it's still, we've avoided it enough and I've been <laughs> dodging everything <laughs> enough now in so long, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, it, uh, I mean, I guess, 
I don't know. Maybe by the end I can tell you stuff. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you information, but uh, yeah, I don't. I I definitely want to blur my face just for fun. I've always wanted to be even like a be like the first contestant on a game show to be like blurred <laughs> just like especially like a show like big brother or something weird like that like, and they just be like no one knows yeah, you can't show my face you can't show my and what if you the people there couldn't see your face either because for a while i had like reflective tape on my glasses so you couldn't take a picture of me oh that's crazy cool <laughs> I, and I, I mean i hate yeah I'm, and that's the weird thing it's one of them I'm glad I don't have to have like you know, especially like realty people always have like their face on everything oh or like an gosh, insurance yeah. person. It's like I I would hate to be like the face of anything. And I've, I'm such a behind the scenes dude where I've done so many things and not even like cared to tell anyone about them. Yeah. Or, you know, like yeah, I did uh, you know stuff for a TV show for a few years and you know DVDs and all this other stuff. It's like uh, didn't really care to you know. It's like who cares now? It's like it's like you know it went and it's over. It's like I don't brag or boast and a lot of people always say like even stuff like don't you love seeing your stuff out there or seeing cars on the track or see you know trucks you've lettered on the highway or whatever 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 it's like you kind of it's weird because you just i don't know if you get used to it you take it for granted i don't think about it i mean it's like yeah that's you know good looking or whatever and i like the way it looks but i don't want to be my OCD is like that's the way it should look like that what do you mean you like I don't yeah. I don't think about it as being like oh you did it or whatever whatever it's like no like that looks good cuz that's that's how it should look you know yeah. what I mean like that's a good looking thing whatever it is that's proper that's how it be and that's that's just my OCD and I don't it makes me sound like a terrible like I don't arrogant <laughs> person but I am completely opposite of that and it's just like I that's just my total OCD about everything is just I love like if that's the way it is that's the way in my mind it should be and that's the only way i interpret anything anyways so it's like that's the way i envision it should be and i kind of take it for granted that i don't even think about it like oh you got whatever whatever and i mean i've been fortunate enough to have i mean even now you know a lot of the good guys the top tiers of the sport and i've had so many names over the years and it's it's one of them things where especially with racers it's not like how many you you know who are you doing now because racers are bounce back and forth and do whatever so it's like i've done all the legends you know so many of the legends where it's like crazy it's been so privileged that way but it's you know you just don't think about it yeah. <laughs> like i mean i i don't i guess anymore i don't think about you know even now i see a few of them on tv and you know jimmy owens is a great awesome guy he just finished second last night and it's he's you know to me he's you know the michael jordan of the you know of that sport and it's crazy privilege to be able to do that you know, yeah. for him, and I've you know done been fortunate. I've done a NASCAR car and a couple other things where it's like that's crazy, and it's it's something I just never think about. Never even that I'd never kind of not necessarily took it for granted, but didn't think about it. Yeah, you know, I just it's didn't crazy. didn't even think about it until you know well after, and it came up in my Facebook memories. You know, a year later, so I'm like, oh yeah, like I forgot about that kind of. And I mean, even though I mean, I got the door panel sitting in in my shop, the driver sent it to me, which was cool you know for christmas that year and it was like Dude, that's awesome it was cool to do and, and uh yeah he's a driver from iowa just a young struggling just racing for small teams but he's a big advocate and i've also adopted donate life i mean it's one of them things where it's something silly and something no one wants to talk about but mm-hmm. you know it is it's a huge thing and uh you know he's been an advocate because you know his, his mom had cancer and died of brain cancer and ended up you know so he's been an advocate his whole life and you know there's been so many racers and um, you know, the Driven to Save Lives, Brian Clausen Foundation, that's another one that it, it was just his birthday the other day. And, it, um, you know, it, it's crazy, that kind of stuff, especially the impact that 
the community has that people you know can come together and and do that kind of stuff and it's crazy the whole i mean racing's crazy in general but i guess you know saying it earlier i don't think about it but i I, racing has kind of been most of my life for the past 10 years i guess but it's yeah i mean i'm like i you know i obviously keep rambling going circling the point but yeah i mean it's was semi-discouraging growing up wanting to do racing and i i know too old now but i probably could have just went down to north carolina years ago and just done that straight out and i've had offers you know since standing that could go down but now i feel like i'm too old to make that kind of move yeah. you know what i mean it's like too deep but it's also like well shit what do you do you well, that's know? what i was thinking like, like might as well yolo yeah exactly <laughs> do it's hard to it's hard to do but it's you know life's adulting stuff yeah years go by yeah and that's you another thing job. like after years go by and things hit you it's like i i went back to school i'm 30 i got the accounting degree blah yeah, blah and i've blah. thought about that too but it's, it's tough still just like, to... like what do i do with this now yeah. do i want to do i move halfway across the country i'm 30 years old i got a huge, i already got a life set up here like but at the same time, like, I'm not opposed to it, I guess. Like, I'm still leaving the door open. I, yeah, I'm, I've over the years have become more of a rambling man than I ever, ever really thought I would be. Uh, just kind of couch surfing here to there and hanging out with people and, and just, just, I don't know. I found a great group of people in a great community that's like helped me out quite a bit. And I, it sounds like you have too, you know, with the racing community and stuff. They've, uh, uh, you know, just having, having your stuff out there it's just wild to hear that you've done like a nascar car once and stuff like that so yeah and and it's you know you do a few things here and there and periodically and you know stepping stone classes up to there and just do a few stickers for a few guys or whatever on the bigger tiers and then it's like it kind of snowballs and hopefully i mean it it's one of them it's hard especially the you know that industry's harder now but it's easier than ever because even, you know, the car I did was approved within a week, a couple of days. It used to be like a long process and red tape because I had done some designs when I was a kid. And, you know, uh, this one, I mean, we didn't physically print it either. I guess it was a send off, but it's still one of those where it's like done so many just proposals and stuff like that over the years where it's like everything used to be red tape. But now there's, you know, this day and age is so hard to get any funding for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, any sponsors. So sponsors are week to week. They're new every week. So it's like the turnaround time is like days to hours and sometimes minutes where they just get sponsors and put them on that day or whatever. And it's even at the higher tier, it's, I always say I don't, I, stickers stickers are not life or death for anything, and people always act like it's the biggest thing in the world most of the time, especially you know in the racing, everything's last minute, and it's it even at the higher ups is that it's almost probably worse most of the time at the cup because they crash, and then it's like we'll shoot some of them need it right away and done it, and you know most teams have their own in house stuff anyways, yep, yep. you know, and there's there's been a few teams that try to do it on the you know more. You know the non NASCAR more on my level, and it's tough. They realize how expensive it is to run and maintain, and the ones the only ones that really can do it are the NASCARs because yeah. it's tough. Everybody thinks it's easy. It's one of them things I can get into, and but they realize the cost of materials and everything, and the cost of maintenance and running everything. Like you know, either comes out in the wash to what they're paying, or you know, ain't worth the headache. So yeah, there's a lot of guys in and out, especially of the actual rap industry, and it's that's the weirdest thing. But in the last you know transferring from there's two different types of that kind of stuff is you know proposals and non-print and then the people that do full print and said i don't know how long ago it was i didn't didn't especially want to do an interview around uh you know there's an uh an artist that just does you know prelim stuff as far as you know designs and you know doesn't actually you know physically print himself he just sends it off or whatever whatever does prelims and then 
he had a you know podcast interview a while back, and I didn't want to be around him because you know around his because I didn't want to act like I was you know on his coattails wanting to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and that's where it's like you'd been having me so much before then. Like I said, we'd have been talking about it, but it's still I didn't want to have one around there just be like, could just because Simpsons did it, you did it, yeah, you know, Simpsons, just like Simpsons did, Simpsons did it. it. Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to be that at all because that wasn't you know obviously intentions or anything. But uh, yeah, I don't know what. Um, no, I've been bugging you since pretty much day one about this because you know you made you made the logo for us and you've you've helped us out quite a bit like uh, just with everything you do like like I said like the late nights like well, what if we do this to the logo can you give me like put the pig on the side and this, like I said it's not something I can't do if I really had to do it yeah you this, I mean especially you're better than most of anybody's because it's hard that's the biggest thing because most people even now I mean it's. I'm not going to say it's 2015, but it's 2019. <laughs> and, you know, most people still like come into contact with people every day that don't, not only necessarily don't have a vision of what they're doing, don't know how to run email, don't know how to run the, you know, it's like one of the things, are you serious? You know, it's like, I know you know how to do a lot more stuff than, yeah. you know, it's like computer, especially where it's like most people, like, I don't know how they don't. Use yeah. computers these day and age. Yeah, like, exactly. what do you mean you don't know? But, but I mean, I don't expect everybody to know either, but still, most people in it, and with phones, they can even at least use their email but it's still it's also the less evil because then all you get is like stuff from your phone and people nitpick your art and it's like dude i know you're looking at your phone just like look at it big you know yep. <laughs> would you look at it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you pull it up on an actual screen and like you know i know you just like got your dirty fingers trying to like you know zoom yep. in yep. on yep. your pinchy, crappy pinchy. your you know shattered iphone because yep. that's what 90 percent <laughs> yeah. of you have, like <laughs> so don't tell me you know it's there just because you can't see it or whatever it's like come on you know, I just hate that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's just day and age, just like everything, you know. Yeah, and I mean, like, like, I don't know, like I said, I, I could do it, but to you, it's so much easier because it's what you're good at, and that's one reason that okay. I, I have uh, hired you out to to do all the graphic design work for me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm super, real cheap, dude. I'm I'm super <laughs> happy that you did it though. Like, it's one of those things I, 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 like I said, I could have done this, but it wouldn't have come out this cool. It wouldn't have looked like this. And the fact that somebody else did it, and I got to just sit back and be like, dude, that's awesome. Well, and this Thank kind you. of stuff isn't usually in... I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's not in my wheelhouse as far as... I mean, logos or logos, whatever, whatever. But it's still... Especially like a... Caricatures aren't my forte i guess i'll yeah. say just because i can't use the word forte yep. when it's like i mean i don't know i don't even know what really would be you know my complete i don't really have any yeah jack, horribly jack of few trades because i don't have any type of you know <laughs> caricatures are for sure not my like first like, yeah like, although i've i've been pulled into do them as just because I, I don't know. That's I used to kind of... I hate them now because I used to have to specialize in them because nobody likes to do them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I used to like be roped in and doing. So it's like... It's tough. But. Dude, I get tons of compliments on the pig everywhere. And it's, uh, it's how I guide people to the podcast. Uh, you know, if you Google Audible Farm... Yeah, it's probably gonna come up. You'll see the pig. Click pig's on it. A, yeah, you know? the pig's a recognizable thing. It's, yep. Yeah, and there's and and that's the hard part because the caricatures are the most and the coolest part of anything. I you know I recently did a shirt for a friend of mine and you know he's famously had long hair forever so yep. you know they finally wanted to do a, a shirt with a caricature of him with you know hair coming out of the helmet you know so I'm like yep. why haven't we thought about that before totally i'm totally on board you know exactly. and it's not something that was totally in my wheelhouse but that one's you know and it still that one is one of you know few now that but i still am different than most people in my industry probably that hand sketch things ahead of time yeah <laughs> this day and age it's tough especially something like that it 
I take more time and I did the same thing with the pig um, originally is like I'll take time and sketch at least a concept of what I'm trying to do because like I said th- those things are more difficult for me mm-hmm. and you know it's hard and it's hard and I don't do it as much as I should but I, like I said I probably do it more than I would say most people and yeah in my industry and sketching and and most things and people always ask especially with race cars is you know what number fun is that is like I hand drew it with a pencil and then I transferred <laughs> it with a sharpie and then I you know put it into Photoshop you know it wasn't not Photoshop but whatever yeah <laughs> put it in my program which I will not disclose the information of Ooh. <laughs> program X and then uh, <laughs> it's, and I won't say it's a new one because I don't operate on anything new i'm still on windows yeah. 7 so Dude, suck yeah, it. You, love, <laughs> you love old stuff like you don't update your phone at all no oh god no <laughs> yeah and that's what i was gonna say when you said contact i said well i can't answer my phone because the microphone doesn't work i can't really my pictures are terrible because the glass is gone uh, you know it's basically i don't i had a battery out of the other one that there's like a bag of popcorn basically oh, on the verge that. of explosion yeah, I saw and it was just it wasn't even ever in the it hasn't been in the phone in months and it's just been in my backpack in the ac so it's like Hmm. That's one of them that probably would have been a head explosion lawsuit. So it's yeah, like, no shit. but I, I was, you know, when I bought an eBay, so I can't get no money out of a 10 year old phone. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. Darn it. You shouldn't put the bomb on. <laughs> I tell you to put the bomb on. Put the bomb on. Who you put the bomb on? <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, for anybody that has no clue what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you millennials, they call them. Oh, up. man. Oh, I went to school with a bunch of kids born after Seinfeld ended, and then I never That's felt the so hardest old part life. about going back to school is the disconnect of that being like no one gets your references. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was closer to age with the, like most of the teachers and the kids. Like, uh all right, well, we'll go with it. But gosh. Yeah, that's this day and age is tough either way to deal with them, let alone having to deal with them in their own natural habitat. Yeah, no school. kidding. <laughs> We've uh we've we've almost got an hour and a half in here already. Like it's kind of crazy how like just time just keeps flying by as we talk about stuff. It really is, especially as long as I've stalled for this. And this is, what are we? Two hours? Six hours? You said an hour? Uh, an hour and eighteen minutes in. It's crazy, and it's you know I especially was like, you know I have to drive two hours. I'm like, oh, I'll make this real quick. It'll be like ten yeah. minutes tops. We'll be out of here. Don't worry about it. You don't have yeah. nothing to talk about ever. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, ain't nobody gonna listen to an hour of this junk if you made it this far. <laughs> well, the best part about this is, is somehow we we managed to pick up the conversation. We ended outside, inside. So uh, that's that's the beneficial part. And of so all. many that like we should have probably touched on that we haven't. And just rambled. Yeah, about I mean, we barely crap. got into like your history or like what you're doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, people got the gist of it. You're an feel you're, free to call five one five. You've uh, you got the gist of it though. Like you're an artist, graphic designer. Uh, you did the logo for Audible Farm, and so like if you go find the Audible Farm podcast via the logo, oh yeah, you, probably, awesome you want to keep pig. these all in an hour. You're just keeping. You're just cutting me off an hour too. No, I'm not, I'm not cutting you off. We can go two hours. You should have probably edited. Well, there's it's probably like two hours of heavy editing, anyways. There's gonna be like ten minutes of actual like coherent things. I'm not. T- taking anything out you're gonna be stuck with it it's terrible <laughs> besides like all the terrible like, it's probably just me like <laughs> like just total like over modulated breathing and oh gosh. <laughs> just terribleness oh shoot but yeah like i, I just huge yeah, thanks I guess, for I mean, doing all the work though full man. circle yeah i just like it's like i said it's something i could do it would take me longer you did it it looks better than i could do anyways so i'm just i'm i'm tickled pink uh, not to be pink pig, you know. I'm tickled pink about the whole thing. You Extra know? It, pink. Uh, it's because you did a logo for me that it affords me the opportunity to look professional. I'm a, you know, that nice square. 
like I was another good example of what I like hit you up to do. It's like I need a in order to get this submitted to iTunes, I need to have a fifteen hundred yeah, by fifteen hundred pixel square. That's stuff you could you have know. done, probably. Yeah, yeah I know. I could have like, just, just created a square and then thrown it against still, the box. But you, but like I said, you made it nice and professional. It's got a nice little silhouette of some stuff in the background and stuff that I wouldn't have. I would have just made it really plain Jane, and and because of you, it stands out. It looks really nice. It looks extra professional. That's you know? the hard part is different applications too, and, I, and that's where it's the fun. This one, you know, it's more of a fun thing. It's tough. It's tough sometimes when you got to do something lame-o. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, like lame, totally lame. Yep. You know, but whatever. But it's like it's it's fun regardless. When and then there's still some people. It's like fifty fifty where it's like they'll let you do whatever you want, basically. And and then we get so many people that for some reason keep coming back to me <laughs> specifically yeah. it's terrible you know time manager bad whatever yeah. grass near bad communicator whatever i you know i'm completely humbled at anybody that ever even like once work for me but that's where they get the crazy stuff because that's why i guess they come and uh you know it's it's there's so many that it's like they let you have free range yeah and it's there's they just say whatever and there's so many that I mean, even cars, there used to be so many that just would never want to see it, or the ones that would say that the ones that they liked the most are the ones that they didn't say anything about or uh-huh. do anything, and the ones that they, like, had their own input on they didn't like or, you know, weren't as happy with. So it's it's weird, and it's everything's different, especially, you know, it's hard to think your stuff's out there, especially, like, shirt stuff. And shirts probably are my favorite thing to do i guess mm-hmm. as far as like i mean especially this week i've put off a lot of people's sorry because like most of the time and i'm bad that way because like if i if there's something i like to do i'm gonna do what i want to do sometimes because it's funner than doing the boring you know yeah blah blah whatever normal exactly. stuff that might might necessarily pay the bills more might necessarily be better and they might you know but it's still i am better at the core art and the arts what i like to do so it's sometimes i sidetrack myself you know especially doing the art that i want to do which is tough and it's it's that's where i like respect the normal artists especially it's hard like i said that you know we got bills and it's if you're not contracted then you really can't do what you want to do you can only do what you're supposed to do and even though you don't want to do it it's like you still got to do what you want to do and and that's you got to separate yourself completely from needing to keep your lights on and yeah. being an artist you can't yeah. you in it's especially it's it's hard and i've had a prime example this last week of you know especially artist integrity where you just basically have to the customer gets whatever they want yeah no matter how horrible you might think you know in your eyes whatever how are you to you know if you would have done it different initially before during or after it's they get what they want and you know some you just don't want your name on you know yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel terrible for saying that but some of them some of them are, they don't, you know, especially your own taste, it's something you might not want, you know, so it's like, I'll do it whatever you want, but I don't, you know, I yeah. don't condone it, I don't suggest it, I don't agree with it, you know, like, yeah. I'll do however you want. I got a good example of that, so like I... I sound terrible for saying that. <laughs> no, no, I, get, I totally get what you're saying, so like I was, uh, used to be, I was really good buddies with uh, Rob Schamberger, he's the artist, uh, he's contracted through WWE now, but before he was... Uh, he used to have set up booths at wrestling tables and sell his art, and he had all sorts of different ones. I had bought a, a big painting he had done. I'd bought a couple watercolors from him, but I, I liked his art so much. I'd always go back and buy like little little That's things he would do. 
Uh, and one of the things he would he had used to do uh, was he would take like a notebook card, like a note card type, you know, what are they, three by five or something, whatever they are, and he would just doodle a wrestler on it. And like he would do that in his spare time when he was bored or whatever. He'd like go out to eat and he'd just bring one with him and doodle a wrestler. And he would, and they'd be really, really good though. And so I ended up like one of them caught my eye so much. Those would that be was the like, ones that I would want. That like was like I have, random. I have to have this. And he was like, dude, I can paint you a better one than that if you want. Because to him, it was just Simple about the just the simplicity of bingo. the moment that he did it in. Bingo is what I want. And that's kind of what you're saying, <laughs> where it's just like he's just like I could have done something so much quote unquote better. Yeah, even that but, like professional or whatever. But, you yeah, but to me, I'm I'm the customer, and I wanted I wanted the doodle, so I got the doodle. You know, and you know, it's, and in the long runs, I mean, especially with art, is that's the thing. Like you know, I'm sure like the original crappy sketch of mickey mouse is the one that went for the most you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, you know. the one on a cocktail napkin or whatever you know it's exactly like, i do i do still have all of my art by him and uh some of it's a high quality framed and sitting and in that's the where even now i still keep the random sketches of you know doodles and numbers and i have books full of hundreds of numbers and you know the the most common numbers are twos and fives and you know so i just have pages and pages of twos and fives and sevens <laughs> and you know it just looks weird to most people but it's like you know most of them you know i got them for a rainy day or can use them and and that's where this last week one you know it's like i custom did a complete custom number and that kind of stuff and did what i would have done because you came to me you know i don't know you from adam and it came to me so i did exactly what i would have done and did a you know you have a unique custom number that no one's ever had before and that's the hard part of this this day and age of the industry I'm in is you can buy most everything online and yeah. pre-made yep. and it just pains me. I yeah. just, it's the most, and I got friends that contribute to it, more power to them. And, and, you know, there's a lot of different companies out there and, and I just will never, like, I, I don't care. And I do, I do. <laughs> and even now I'll do things where I'll leave things, not perfect because I know that I did them because I, I want you to know that they're done and they're not bought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't buy art. I don't buy clip. You know, I don't do none of that. Well, I was like, you're talking about clip art. That kind of stuff is like, just like, I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't like, you know, and there's certain places where a clip art does work, yeah. you know, different stuff, but it's like most of the stuff is all pre-made, especially numbers. And then you got, you know, well, yeah, you I'm have sure the same like, number as 20 other. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you know? there's like an internet Walmart where you can go oh, buy yeah, a box of like, this is all, this is 400 different twos, you know, there's, yeah, there's, there's you know, like just like people using, you know, pre-made beats and oh, beat yeah, yeah. drums okay. and auto tune. Yeah. And it's that kind of stuff yeah. where there's, there's certain crushes and certain things and certain of, you know, there's tools that, you know, pedals and everything. I would say I, I use things like pedals that, manipulate and work well but there's things you know like people that buy full-on beats and stuff you know it's mm -hmm. like you know, yeah. there's that kind of stuff too where it's like mm, i don't yeah. believe in it you know what i mean like i will i will make it look inferior and look crappier than everyone's just because i would rather make it mine than make it you know mm -hmm. look perfect or look better and then there's and there's especially cars there's certainly millions of illustrators better than me but there's still something about I would rather 100% all the time have my crappy stuff out there than buy someone else's to use. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. I don't, it's just my personal integrity. I just don't, I don't believe it. And that's where it's hard. It's hard in the industry because there's so much of that out there and there's so many shops that look better because it's good looking stuff for the most part, you know, in, you know, to the masses, I would say. Yeah. Where it's like, and now it's like you got to set yourself apart and it's even harder to have, you know, imposter kind yeah. of stuff where it's like it's hard to be you know built not bought made not paid that kind of stuff where it's like there's 
you know, something about it. And I, like I said, I mean, I'm not the best and I certainly will never be, but it's, I would rather never be the best and not be that way and have my own <laughs> peace of mind ever. You know what I mean? But I totally get what you're saying. So like in the music scene, oh, yeah, like back, back in the day, the uh, st- studio time was expensive, yada, yada, yada. Some people couldn't oh, yeah, afford it or whatever. It so, uh, what people would do back in the day is like every now and then they'd record something, uh, start to finish and be like, I messed up one note in the middle, but they would, you know, whatever, they'll leave it or they'll have a, somebody singing and there's like a slight imperfection in his voice. And now they're like, well, we'll just digitize that and auto tune it out oh, and yeah. call it good. And, you know, that's something you're, like you said, you're steering away from you those those little bitty yeah, imperfections. Even if somebody else wouldn't notice them, yeah, I don't. You, you'll I'd notice them, keep it in. but but you know just to know <laughs> that it is not just made by a computer. Yeah, generated just, out that there's way. There's so many, and I used to, even over the years digitally, I used to fix all those things. But now I leave them mm-hmm. just because my own satisfaction. I used to not be able to leave them. I'd have to correct, you know, even crossed over lines or something weird or just uneven stuff or stuff that you know isn't completely 100% perfect because there is such a, there's also a weird stigma of, you know, digital stuff versus, you know, I'll say analog, whatever, on your paper, whatever. But there's, you know, also the new age of stuff coming that's tablets, which is even worse because it's, I mean, there's really, you know, and they're better now because most of the time you can actually draw on the screen because I've, you know, used a few before where it's tough because it's a disconnect of drawing on a pad, looking at a screen, (laughs) you know what I mean? Where it's, it's, it's a total disconnect, but... There's a few of those, but I mean, people, you know, just think it's grabbing lines and those things are tough to do either way, but it's different, totally different between that and digital. And I, I use the, diff- I, I'm so nonconformist different anyways. I use different tools than most people use and most people like the, especially like the line tools I use, most people can't, they use a pen tool because the, the, the Bezier curve is horribly difficult to learn and it's, it takes a long time to learn it and people don't like it. So they yeah. always use the pen tool and I, I can't, I'm totally opposite with everything. Even that is just everything old school. You're, you're, talking, of, you're talking about guess. stuff over my head, man. No, <laughs> And that's not even anything technical at all, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's just different weird, you know, techniques and stuff where it's like, it's hard, it's hard to have a digital footprint and still keep my hand you know, especially yeah. what I mean, you know, like everybody, like I said, half stuff is purchased these days and, you know, it, it looks decent, especially like there's a lot of them for wraps and cars and whatever. And, you know, it's, it is tough and doing a lot of cars a year. And, you know, we used to do tons of cars a year and, you know, I, the kind of law of averages, we still do shoot probably 300 at least drivers, you oh, know, geez. so that doesn't count as far as, you know, Joey got four wraps this year because he, you know, went through four bodies that I, you know, I don't count that. I just count drivers basically. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. head count, you, you know, of that. And it's, um, you know, even that is just one aspect of it. You know, there's crazy amounts of everything, I suppose. It's just tough to, yeah, you know, do all, like I said, multifaceted stuff. But I don't know. It's, it's still fun and it's a different thing now, especially there's such a different disconnect between artist and, you know, actual vinyl shop yeah <laughs> like, and that's yeah. what sucks too having to do all of it because uh-huh. you know there's such a day-to-day keeping everybody busy and going and you know i get real bad at that and you know if i didn't work for somebody that you know kept them busy i definitely <laughs> wouldn't be able to keep them busy on my own because like i said i have the artist mentality where you get a yeah, idea and you want to do something and you you got to do it while you got it and yep. no matter if it's you know 4 a.m i've you know especially before i had a, a you know actual normal day job is like 
you know, you draw until it's done and, yeah. then, and then you're done you sleep whenever you know uh-huh. it's like i you know a few where i used to be up for days and a few where you know especially it's hard it's it's good it's good to be on some kind of schedule because that's the way i get that way where it's like you know work till six in the morning and then i you know slept till you know 10 and then i got up again and then worked you know i had an idea again and then i thought about it again and, and i'm i'm awful that way because i you know there's like i'm calculated and kamikaze where i, I will probably I mean, I don't know if, I mean, especially offhand, but I'm sure there is other people that I, I will literally, like, I can stare something to death. Like, I'll take pictures of everything, you know, progression of things on my phone, and I will nitpick all night, all day, and know what I could have done better or done different. And some over current, and some I do different, and some I don't anymore, but I, sh- I should really stop putting things on my walls because all I'll do is sit there and stare. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I used to just put up my own stuff and stare and every day. And, and there's still, you know, just stuff that I randomly don't put up on purpose for that way, but I still, no matter what it is, I, I, I completely study everything about how it could be better for next time. I'm never, ever satisfied from what I've ever done in my past, ever. And, I've, you know, every job, the next one's better no matter what, and I'm never satisfied with it, anything. I feel a lot of that in... Uh, especially with like social media being like eight years ago you did this and like oh, almost yeah, everyone is just like that cra- well and especially like i'm the worst that way where it's like god i can't even believe that like that was in the public you yeah, know what oh, i mean yeah. there's a lot of those but it's like still at the time and even still better some people might think it's the coolest thing ever but still to me it's the worst thing i've ever seen and yep. no matter what no matter what and like something from yesterday something from last week something from tomorrow something that ain't done yet i've always been that way and i i don't know i mean it's it's bad to be that way especially and you know be like i said because insecure about it but still have to put your art out there every time no matter what it's weird that being like a per, like i'm not gonna call you a perfectionist but it's oh, weird yeah, that it's weird that completely. being it's weird that being a perfectionist isn't insecurity though like you know what i mean because you feel like it would be like one of those I'm, superior- all, I'm all of them though so i don't know if that even <laughs> this isn't a normal thing anyways because i don't know if anybody can be a double of either of those yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? so i don't know if it's just a weird there's only one, you know, there might be better than me and there might be worse than me, but there ain't nobody like me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, there ain't nobody like me. <laughs> well, dude, uh, thanks for, you know, jumping on the podcast. Finally, we've uh, been debating doing this quite a bit and uh, I haven't pried too much information privy to what no, I wanted to get out, well, but we still ended up having a great conversation out of the whole thing. I definitely think this, and I I don't want to say it, Like I feel like I've said the same things 12 times, but I feel like this will be episode one, <laughs> or I mean episode 43 probably. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I, I think you there. should still split a lot of these next one. I'll be episode 50 probably with as much content <laughs> as you have, but you're probably just going to wrap it all up into one bow. Yeah, I do have a lot of content from the, the But I mean, show. this is like a six-hour one that no one will listen to, so it doesn't matter. You can do all those spread out. <laughs> this one will air. I shouldn't even have said the date because it probably you, you could probably milk it for another half a month with all the next content. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, uh, I'm debating what to do with some of the content because I'm starting to stack some content up. So, yeah, man, I, uh, I appreciate it. Like I said, I don't have your contact info. We didn't we didn't disclose any of that. Maybe, yeah, and that's also probably why we needed a, <laughs> probably more than one. Yeah, we, that, the contact info may end up. The next down one below. definitely won't be this long because it probably won't be as rambly, but it might be you know <laughs> at least more core information. Maybe I'll uh, ask myself some questions next time, or maybe you should make some questions, <laughs> some core questions, but. Random stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't. Uh, 
I, I, I guess, I don't know. I'm Brunt on <laughs> Facebook. Because, Brunt, yep. <laughs> yeah. Inside joke typo that I forgot that I autocorrected my Facebook and haven't changed it back. <laughs> so <laughs> it's still that way if you're actually... And I don't know. Some people always say like they can't find me because they're trying to look me up. So I should, probably should change it back. But uh, I'm yeah. probably going to change it to uh, Junior the Third as a shout out to the Dan Patrick show because he says everybody's Junior the Third. Like Russell Wilson, Junior the Third. <laughs> 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 so I'm probably just going to do that because no one will get that either and then no one can find me on Facebook. But That actually is a genius idea. I mean, I guess I'm, you know, at BLDINC on Snapchat. There's not really much going on usually. Yeah. Sunsets and funny pictures. And yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> nothing really. I, I used to post a lot of stuff in the shop and what, you know, what goes on, but I'd forget because you get busy. But I try to do a lot of that stuff because a lot of people don't get to see weird behind the scenes kind of crap. And they, yeah. don't, they just don't get, you know, how a t-shirt gets printed or they don't get what a screen is or, you know, how a wrap gets printed. They just think it's all kind of, you know, snap your fingers and everything gets done. But it's yeah. like, no, there's like a 54 step process and everything that happens. Dude, so it's so cool. Know. I would love to see see that where sometimes it would be like this is what i got i designed it and then like a week later you'd see it on a wrap on a vehicle yeah, in, in the sun that's the stuff that i totally like i said i mean i don't know if i take it for granted now or jaded about it but it's like i don't even think about it but it's i mean even this next week there's a huge race coming up and i you know didn't get the information till late before the deadline last week but i still you know got everything ready art wise got everything approved we got everything going and you know even added sponsors and that kind of stuff and just took the, everything got ready in the next you know took about a day and then uh you know those shirts will be printed beginning of the week and they'll be on a huge event at the end of the weekend and it'll be you know vet shirts that you know it's the 40th annual race for this thing you know so it's like even that kind of stuff i don't think about is you know it's going from my hand last thursday yep you know done and then you know pass it off and it gets you know printed and prepped and it gets down to the people that you know do everything else and get the screens ready and and you know the screen printing aspect of it you know and then they get the shirts print them up and then those will be sold and on the backs of everybody at the event you know it's like it's hard to think about that stuff too and i'm you know definitely fortunate enough to do a lot of as many event t-shirts as i can and this year has been a little shirts are tough with a lot of stuff because it's not something a lot of people get every year because it is a big expense so sometimes it's an every other year and you know sometimes it's a feast or famine where it's tough and you got to kind of strike where they're hot and like last year i bet you know i probably did uh, i don't know what it was around 40 40 50 different you know as far as shirts event shirts a lot of you know chassis builder shirts fortunate to do a lot of racer shirts this that and the other different types of shirts and you know it's hard because like i said they're an expense so a lot of local guys every other year whatever they don't you know get some are get as many and a lot of guys have a bigger fan base and some more than others and we don't get as you know many back and forth event shirts but it's you know i've been very fortunate to do especially for the super nationals you know um i do you know usually an average of four plus of those shirts which is kind of crazy if yeah, you think cool. about that's especially really cool. for an, uh, you know a, you know i don't even know it's one of the biggest uh, biggest racing events in the country for you know especially and it's just crazy to think that you know, any one person does one to more, more than one, but I'm just been so privileged the last lots of years, five, I don't know, somewhere around there to do most of them, you know, the, the bigger ones and we've done the bigger ones the last couple of years and they've kind of, you know, liked it and entrusted us and wanted to do, you know, they sold more yep. <laughs> of them than they ever had a few of them. So they, you know, it's kind of an honor to want to, that they want, you know, the same style back as far as that goes. And, you know, even this year they're giving me a little more free range and, you know, I got everything kind of wrapped up early so i'm hoping to get everything approved and mm-hmm. get everything going but that's you know that's a big it's a big chunk because those will be you know i don't even remember count wise but it's it's a good 
it's a lot of shirts. Yeah, dude. like it ends up printing. I mean, it's it's a lot of shirts total, and we we still we do a lot of shirts for you know bigger companies and that kind of stuff that I don't really think about either because even you know a company like Performance Bodies is a retailer out of um, Cedar Falls that sells tons of parts and body parts and all that kind of stuff, and you know we've been basically their sole shirt supplier for the last shoot since 2010 you know oh, there's geez. a lot of that stuff that yeah. i don't even i don't even really think about just because yeah. it's so second nature with everything and you know i've been so fortunate that way to do a lot of that and you know a lot of my illustrations have been on those and it's i don't even that i don't think about because it's one of them places where they give away shirts with everybody so you see them yeah absolutely everywhere and it's you know i do, that's one thing that i do still like and i don't i mean i, I still i'm a little numb too because i don't really think about it but then when i see a shirt every now and then you know standing at a track and you know and i get and i admit i don't get to the track as much as i used to and should because it's very expensive to do and it's yeah dude. you know it, it, you get burnt out off that for a while but i need to get back and you know make face with everybody but it's a grind man like you know every week every the, the races go on without you and that's where it's like man i've had a lot of leisure time where it's like they just keep on spinning i can't believe yep. these guys are dedicated every day you know going out basically you can race about every night of the week and there's so many tracks and that's where i got to get back out to and talking to everybody but it's it's still it's crazy to see even like i said an event like this weekend that you know people will be buying the shirts for the event you know it's just like going to a concert or something you're buying a concert shirt you know it's crazy because there is those type of people that that's what they go there for to get yep. the shirt you know yep. like they get them every time and you don't you know think about it and those are the people that i got to think about because they buy them every year so i got to make them look different every polar year. opposite yep. every yep. year and that's yep. where it does it's it's hard especially with some guys you know that keep the same colors every year and you got to make something you know make green black and yellow look or whatever whatever look different yep. 10 but, years in a row you know yep. 10 different times you got to make everything different and that's that's the hardest part and that's where you get burnt out and especially a guy like me like i said earlier where i try to make everybody unique everything unique every single thing custom done unique to yourself so yep. why would you want to pull up and have the same thing you know <laughs> like yeah, why exactly. would you want to see anything the same next to you and it's i don't know it's a weird day this day and age where people are acceptable about that but i I don't like it. <laughs> you know, so. oh, I totally get it, man. It's like the mass produced stuff, the cookie cutter, the, yeah. it's just, there's the, the convenience factor. There's something unappealing about the convenience factor of all that stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, like every time, every time we do like start to wind this thing down, we add another 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I know, and then I like look up the clock like, oh man. And then it's like, now it's like another like 30 minutes of crap. People will have to listen to if they want to listen to the <laughs> like, <laughs> apologies for everybody who is, possibly listen to this the 12 people all right but well uh let's 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 do it this officially time. end it yeah like, let's end it this time uh because episode like said, one of 70 take 74 because <laughs> <laughs> like you said you got a long drive home so thanks for stopping yeah. by uh into the basement here do a little podcast with me i'll uh, snap a selfie with you afterwards and we'll see what it ends up looking not like. likely yeah we're gonna do it i'll i'll let you since maybe we're like backwards I'll, I'll tell you what back of my head let's do it yeah i'm in, I'm in. you will see my bottom <laughs> yeah i don't i mean shoot i don't I mean i guess i should it's radio is better than you know if this was like a video because then i really i would be blurred i would like be wearing a blanket just to like be you know mr x about it like non-disclosure but yeah yeah man. all right man. well thanks thanks so much i really appreciate it uh thanks yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Brent Brent is one of my favorite people. Uh, I've I've known him pretty much my entire life. There's pictures of us in like preschool and prep together. Uh, it, I, everything I've ever done, he's always just made me laugh and chuckle. He has that effect on people. He's 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 
just happy-go-lucky. He's he's a fun-loving dude, and, and I love having him around. And uh, I guarantee you there's going to be another part. Uh, when we were done recording this, we had debated uh, sitting down together and editing this down uh, because he's just like, oh, you never know if you say something um, in this like live sitting if, if people are going to take it the wrong way or whatever. Uh, this is we're calling this one part one. Uh, there's definitely going to be another one. I eventually just had to kind of find a spot to cut this one off because we're we're almost two hours in at this point. But uh, you know, he's he said he's already. Get, we listened back through it. I gave him the audio, and he said, you know, there's some things I'm already taking notes down on that I kind of want to uh, clarify a little bit better. So he will be on again uh, probably sooner than later. Me and Brent run into each other a lot. Maybe I'll release his part two as a bonus episode or something. So. I don't know. We're, we're in the same area um, usually about every other week or so. Uh, he, he has family in the area that I live in, so it's kind of nice to have him around. Uh, he likes to come back and see his family and, and stuff, so it's, it's always nice to have Brent in the area and talk to him. And uh, we finally got an episode like recorded, but the, we have so many good conversations that uh, half the time we're done talking and it's like, this should have been a podcast. But, uh, you know, we finally got one. Uh, hats off to Brent for finally joining me on one. Did you check out the picture that we did together on Facebook? Because he did some graphic design work on that one too, and it's uh, pretty good. I do have to say so myself. So the promo picture for this episode, which is on Facebook, also Instagram, also Twitter. You know, you want to know where to find all those? Go to www.audiblefarm.com. Yeah, he did like the little graphic design work on that one. Uh, check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about. Go check it out. It's it's uh, pretty pretty cool stuff. So uh, definitely a first time I've ever had anybody do that to. Uh, one of my podcast promotional pictures before. So uh, hats off to Brent for just being a one of a kind out there. He's such a cool guy. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast as much as I did. We discussed a lot of things that I are way outside of my bailiwick. Uh, it's not my leisure domain to talk about these types of things, but it, uh, it was good growing experience for me to uh, kind of talk to a friend in a different light than just uh, conversing with him normally. And I hope uh, maybe you guys kind of can see... Uh, Maybe if somebody wants some graphic design work, hit them up. I don't know. I definitely know I dig his work. And if you like the Audible Farm Piggy, uh, you'll, you'll definitely love that. So uh, check that out. You know, the, the best case of graphic design work I have to show you, other than everything he talked about in the podcast, is probably the pig from Audible Farm. He designed the pig. I loved the pig. It stuck. It was something that stuck forever. It stuck good. I, I really appreciate him doing that work for me. And uh, you know who else appreciates things? Couchtown Coffee appreciates. They appreciate you listening to this podcast about local music. And I appreciate them because they have the best coffee in Iowa. That's my opinion. It might be a fact. That might be a fact. Check it out for yourself. Go to www.couchtown.com. Enter the code word PIGGY. That's right, PIGGY. And you save 20% on your order. 20%. That, like, deletes all the shipping and then some more. Like, it's that's insanity. 20% off crazy check it out i mean it's hard to beat couchtown coffee it's like the freshest coffee in iowa you know it you know it go to www.couchtowncoffee.com check out their coffees find something you like shoot them an email enter the code word piggy save 20 percent. it's that easy guys i'm not going to talk about it anymore as a matter of fact i think i'm done talking for this episode go to uh, audiblefarm.com if you want to know anything else about audible farm everything else is uh man i said a lot we've all talked a lot in this podcast this is almost two hours so uh Thanks for bearing with me, everybody. We'll check you next week. Got an awesome one next week, too. Peace.